Hello and welcome to episode 24 of the Mature Gamer Podcast. I'm Kev and, well, I've got Steve with me, Hello, like everyone. I usually have, and um, no, Aidy. Aidy's, Aidy's not here. So we've got, do, we, we were thinking, how do you replace a man like Aidy? What man could replace Aidy? And we, we put some calls out to the internet. And, we've got two midgets. <laughs> well, yeah, that's basically what we did. We thought one man can't replace Aidy, so let's go and get two men. Um so we've got these two. We've got um, John, who is UK Evil Homer from the forum. Wait, Hello. Hello. And we've got Bouncy Ball, who you may know from his podcast, and he will tell you what that is now. Hello. Yeah, that's uh, Lollacost in your lug holes, which is uh, like the Muppet Show, but without puppets or talent. So that's pretty much it. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, so we're hoping the combination of them two will 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 live up to the the AD shaped void that we have in this week's show. Um, that probably ain't gonna be any good though. So we'll probably sack them along with Steve. I would imagine next week's show is just gonna be me talking to all my figurines that sat in the fireplace um, and going slowly mad. Um, should we get on with the show? Why are you looking at me like that? I'm just going to reply. I'm going to see how long you have to sit here. You realise there's two people on the other yeah, end of the phone who can talk to me. To talk I just you. wanted to leave you hanging there, Steve, uh, Kev, on that one. Yeah, I did. I thought I was going to let him talk to the uh, people behind me. I'm not going to enjoy this this week, am I? No. So at this point of the show, I'd normally say, so, Aidy, what have you been playing this week then? And um, we've just run through it a couple of times and tried that and um, didn't really get us anywhere. He did have a list of about a million games, didn't he? That's it. He sent me a list of like 20 games yesterday that he's been playing and they all looked awesome. So this could have been the best show ever and full of game talk. As it is, um, we're going to have a chat with these two and see who they are and what they've been up to. Um, So John, do you want to start off and tell us a little bit about who you are, how gaming is in your magical world and uh, what you've been up to? Right. Uh, Well, I'm feeling a little bit by like Poochie at the moment. Do you remember the episode of The Simpsons where Itchy and Scratchy got uh, a new character? Yeah, I that, that, I, from what I remember, it was remarkably successful when they went on to enjoy many, many years of, uh, of love Poochie and adoration. Goodness. I remember uh, Homer getting death threats and all sorts of shit. But, uh, yeah, but the, the important thing to take from that is that Itchy and Scratchy were fine afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which one of you is Itchy and which one of you is Scratchy? <laughs> we'll leave that to the listeners to decide i think yeah yeah i started um gaming back in the early 80s when i had to go on a mega race on the vic 20 which is the first thing i ever touched which was remotely game or electronic like and uh i've been through it all really commodore spectrum moved on to pcs i've had them all basically um it's a Vic Twenty, that thing you were knocking about on. Yeah, your and that was the game we played, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah. Wow, first, that first shitty ever... game got you into gaming. Oh come on, mate! This was the eighties. That was the future back then. Really? No, I was, it was amazing. Never seen anything like it. I don't think I'd even played Pong or any of that other stuff. You know, the really basic stuff. Because what I must have been about eight at the time or something like that. It was just like magic, unbelievable. <laughs> be like so, AI first picked up Duck Hunt. That must have been in my wilderness years. Anyway, so yeah, I pretty much have. I pretty much had everything. Um, PS2. I bought. I only really bought a PS2 for SingStar, and the only reason I bought a PS3 was for SingStar. But then Sony managed to fail to deliver on their promises on that. 
You're, that's basically the only reason I owned a PlayStation 2 and a PlayStation 3. Yeah, I've managed to spend like £250 on DLC on SingStar and the PS3 because I've got something wrong with me. I've got like a SingStar addiction. Well, DLC is fine. But what Sony promised me was, oh, you buy this one disc, everything will be available on DLC. Brilliant. You'll have this all in one jukebox on your hard drive. Fantastic. Parties will be excellent. But no. The parties weren't excellent. The parties sucked. <laughs> but what if the parties suck? It's because I had to keep changing the fucking disc every two minutes. I've only got one disc. I never. I, I just have my SingStar take that because obviously I have to be able to sing million love songs or else I ain't singing. Basically, but can you can you get SingStar rocks or whatever all the songs on that for download? I don't know. Like, probably you, not. You, the, you have to use the disc. Tell you what, I'm still waiting for. I want to do uh, Elton John and Kiki D. Don't don't go breaking my heart, which was my favourite one on the PlayStation 2, and it still ain't bloody on PS3. Six years later, and if I don't get to do a Kiki D squeaky voice again sometime soon, I'm going to kill a man. You get your PS2 out because it's pink. I'm not very masculine. Fair enough. And I don't reckon the wireless uh, microphones will work with that. And I got rid of the wired ones because I didn't want to live in the past. No. So when you're not singing, John, what else do you do on gaming? Well, more recently. Play quite a lot of Xbox 360, and uh, I mean, I had the original Xbox, and although I'd played a lot of um, Counter Strike and stuff on the PC before, um, I really got into like the console online gaming um, a while ago. I mean, I was there on the first day that Live hit, and uh, my most, I guess, my most treasured gaming moment is um, start being on the starting line with about 15 or 20 other people in MotoGP. That, the Xbox Live demo, and everyone hooning it into the first corner and being able to hear the mayhem through your headphones, it was like, it was unbelievable. Never laughed so much in a game in my life. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, just played lots of Xbox Live stuff. More recently, become a bit more of a super nerdy PC type, though, I'm afraid. Uh, still play on the Xbox, um, never touched the PS3. I, I'm probably the only person who hasn't managed to get all the way through um, Journey yet. I gave up after an hour. I know. I know. You gave up after, so you basically gave up three minutes before the end of the game, then? No, well, see, I, I did it. I went through it. I was playing it. I was enjoying it. Then I went back onto it, and um, then the, some other guy came and joined me, of course. And uh, so we were, go, we were going around this windy bit, in, starting to get into the snowy area. Spoiler alert. Sorry about that. But um, we've done we've done that yeah, one before and got bollocked for it that time as well. So we'll leave that in. There's snow in Journey. If you, you know, so if the, you haven't the, played it yet, who cares? So I was going around with this guy, and then because I don't know, I guess more recently I've been playing Skyrim, and I've got a tendency to go and look in every nook and cranny and crevice. So we, I don't know if it's a spoiler, but there's a bit where you have got to walk through the wind, and you've got to, the wind blows every so often, and, you have, and it takes ages to get through because you've got to walk mm. forward when there's no wind. And uh, so I thought, well, I want to try and go up here. And I fell down. And I fell, <laughs> fell down all the way back around the bottom. So fair play to this guy. He, he dropped back down with me, and we walked all the way back around. So that took another two or three minutes or wherever long it was to get around. I did it again. I had to disconnect <laughs> in shame. I couldn't, I couldn't bear the shame of it. It was so embarrassing. So I haven't been back since. There is kind of a thing, isn't there, uh, where you unlock a, an award for finishing it with another person there. And then, so he probably only did that so that you would finish together so he can get the award and you dumped him. <clears throat> I don't see how it's possible to play all the way through with just one person. 
because when I did it, there was like eight people who came up at the end. I don't remember it changing eight times, but I think the only way it's possible to get that achievement is to wait 20 years so there's only two people still playing. You have to stay with them, like right next to them, because I kept running ahead or they kept running ahead or they'd stop and wait for me and I'd think, I don't want to play with you and just keep going. Yeah, so anyway, so I've really been playing a lot on the PC recently because I bought myself a, uh, a Mac. I'm boot camping that with Windows 7, which on the basis that I'm playing a lot of PC games, it makes a bit of a mockery of having a bloody Mac, really. Because hmm. it's always running Windows 7, so what's the point? I could have saved a lot of money. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, but it looks pretty, which is the only reason anyone buys a Mac. It's the only reason I have an iPhone, because it looks yeah. pretty. I am turning into a bit of a furniture nerd, to be honest, in my old age. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the Mac, it is like, it is like furniture. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I mean, the, the 27-inch display is a thing to be beholden. So, um, yeah, so really enjoying playing on the PC a lot, which I know you don't agree with, Kevin. I keep trying to get you to... Nah, it makes me, uh, makes me want to vomit a little bit. Mate, but, um, oh, there's so much. I mean, and getting into the PC gaming, I've never really... I've enjoyed fantasy stuff before. I, I'm, I'm certainly no fantasy aficionado of any kind, but I just found myself wanting to get into playing fantasy games. I've never played a RPG before, so I thought, well, I didn't think I'd played an RPG before, so I thought, well, I'm going to get Skyrim because everyone's because that's supposed to be the nuts. And if I'm going to get into RPGs, I'm going to play Skyrim. Started playing it, and I suddenly thought, this isn't too, you know, the mechanics of it isn't too different to Bioshock. And it suddenly dawned on me that Bioshock, which I played on the 360, which I know is a personal favourite of yours, Kev. Oh, it's yes. kind of RPG-ish, but, but I didn't know. So I played, um, yeah, played Skyrim, enjoyed that, but gave up after about 60 hours i will go back to it <laughs> <laughs> just um started playing wow actually this is with a bunch with a bunch of nerdy losers on the forum as well isn't it that you're playing this well, with who apparently i'm part of mature gamer podcast guild but i have no idea what a guild is i mean i've literally played <laughs> five hours of wow okay i i i only bought it i only bought it because i was in the bp service station the other day and they had the battle chest there i thought I know, I'll, I'll, I'll buy it. Why not? It's only six ninety nine. So what I unusual thing to have in a BP service station. <laughs> I thought, well, I mean, if you see those unusual things, you should get it. But um, then I got it home, realised that I could have played to level twenty for free anyway, because it's hmm. free to play now. So that was brilliant. And I've played about five or six hours of it. I have no idea what's going on. Not entirely sure that I'm that interested in going collecting six four ribs and taking it back to this bloke. <laughs> repeat ad infinitum um, but I'll, I'll give it a go And but in all the time that I've been playing which is about six or eight hours now I swear to god I've seen two people, two actual real people <laughs> and, and, and have you had the joy of them killing you and then you having to run back and find your own corpse? No, thankfully I believe, I mean I'm, I'm making this up as I go along, we're not on a PvP server oh, so okay. I don't think that's a possibility, I think um, Gibber um, made the right decision on that, but yeah, massively multiplayer my ass. There's no one on it. Hmm. Well, isn't that, that's why, isn't that? I suppose because you're on a non-PVP. There's no one there. But Gibber's oh. actually asked me to give the n- details of the Nerdy Loser Club out on the show. <laughs> so the guild name is the Mature Gamers. Um, is it? It's on, it's on server Eerie Peak or Airy Peak. Peak. 
and faction is alliance. None of that means anything to me. But if you're a nerdy loser, it probably means something to you, and you can go and play with the, the nerdiest, loseristest persons on our forum. I like the fact we've got a guild. I think it's one of those things now everyone needs to sign up to it and we need to take over World of Warcraft. I know it's about a decade late, but uh, let's just overthrow them. Well, even though there's no PvP um, stuff on there, so we've got to overthrow peacefully. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll overthrow them with the power we'll of our wit. We'll start there and then move to another server and destroy the whole world of Warcraft. I don't even know if you can do that, Steve. I know oh. nothing about it. All I know is that there's a screen, there's a fucking shit ton of buttons that I can press, yeah. none of which I know what any of it does. It's crazy stuff. That's a crazy keyboard, time. isn't it? <laughs> well, well, you, well, I, I really... <laughs> I recently invested in a gaming pad thing, a Logitech, Logitech G13 thing, for no good reason. I've, God knows why I bought that. It's some like little keyboard thing with a wrist strap on it. Pointless. Was it in the BP point. garage again? No. <laughs> Sorry, he buys all his electronics. Yeah, and his furniture. He's getting his petrol and he thinks, oh, <laughs> I love that. I'm a, I don't know. I'm a bit of a tart when it comes to this stuff. I've always, I, always, I always seem to buy the latest gadgets. My friends always tell me I spend too much on gadgets. I say, what are you talking about? I don't spend too much. But look, I'm just looking at my desk now. Yeah, I think they might have a point. Yeah. <laughs> Been playing um, anything else lately? Or is it, is it yeah, just no, well, World yeah. of Warcraft? World of Warcraft have just started. Um, play quite a bit of League of Legends. Um, I don't know if any of you... I doubt you've had an opportunity to enjoy that, Kev or Steve. It's, um, <laughs> Sounds pretty... like I'd have to sit at a desk and play that. And, you, do um... have to sit, you do have to oh. sit at a desk until um, Dota 2 comes out, which, I correct me if I'm wrong, I believe Dota 2 is going to be coming out on the consoles, maybe. Maybe not, maybe I've invented that. Maybe that's Diablo that they're talking about might be coming out on the consoles. We've been playing a lot of Diablo, never played any of the Diablo games before. Um I never thought I could have so much fun just using one hand. Because that's all you need to use in Diablo. It's crazy. (laughs) I'm actually interested now, and not for Steve's perverted reasons that he's chuckling away about. Do you just have to waft the mouse around then? If you're you're pro or leaked, then you can use your other hand to press one of four buttons. No, I don't want to do that. I'm shit. I'm actually thinking if I I can sit there on my laptop just using the touchpad, that'll do me. Yeah, I believe you can because you can. You won't be as efficient because you can't because you'll have to use your mouse to um, select your, your your weapon or your special ability. But you can go through all of it, probably clicking just Brilliant. your left or right mouse button. I might actually look into this because I can sit on a beanbag in my treehouse and be comfortable rather than sitting at a desk. <laughs> your laptop would melt. I'd I buy a that, real laptop. I think that might be my problem with WoW. Is I was expecting Diablo combat. In WoW, but WoW's not like that. It's crazy. It's like, I, for some reason, I, I believe the correct term is rolled a, um, a gnome mage. Does that sounded all right? And I have to be stood still to like fire anything, which is which is a weird concept because I don't want to be stood still because all of a sudden you got all these trolls jumping on your head. I keep dying, and then I've got to walk all the way back to where my dead body was. But of course, where my dead body is. He's in the middle of a load of fucking trolls. <laughs> this is why I hate World of Warcraft. I don't understand why it took over the world the way it did. Because what you've just described is exactly my experience of it in the two hours I've played of that game. And I just despise everything it stands for. Yeah, so I, at the moment I'm hoping that I actually remember to cancel my subscription. <laughs> um, oh, I don't know. I'll give it a go. Let's see what the guild... I'd like to see another person in there. So... Uh, 
that would be good. Yeah, playing Diablo. I just thought of something I was playing, but I can't remember. Oh, Borderlands. Oh, Borderlands. Well, see, I heard some good things about Borderlands, and so I thought I'll get it. And um, I got it on the PC, even though you told me to buy it on the Xbox, Kev. And um, I enjoyed it at first. Beautiful looking game. Really good. RPG, brilliant. Lots of loot to pick up. Stats. Look, you know, I found this, and oh, this is better than that. Whatever. But so it started to be, yeah, it's going to get shelved soon, to be honest, because it's, it's just the same thing. And what really frustrates me is all the, all the mobs, or, or whatever you want to call it, just respawning mm. again and again and again in the same patterns. And there's one bit at the, at the, at the, near the main base thing, on the, I presume is the early stages. Yeah. You walk out of the, the little gate thing, and two guys come along exactly the same every time. You can you could almost time them mm. coming along that road. And I don't know. It's a good looking game. It's a good looking game. The combat's frustrating. The key uh, to that game is the co-op. I couldn't sit and play that all the way through by myself. But that is until Skyrim came along. That was my most play, according to Raptor, my most played game of this generation. I put like seventy or eighty hours into it. But almost all of that was in four-player co-op online. Um, and it's just a brilliant laugh. Um, you just where you're saying you've got those things respawning. It's brilliant because you just send the guy who can't handle them while you go and do something fun, and you just hear him keep screaming because he's dying. Or you, we used to just get two cars, the four of us, and just try and balance the cars on top of each other. And it's just the fun of having absolute mayhem and fun in it. And um, yeah, it's, I don't know that it's the sort of game that you'd just sit and play through by yourself. I was going to yeah. say, um, me and. I borrowed it off a friend and Kev said to me, I'll oh, play it with me, you'll love it. And we had to laugh playing it, but then I've not wanted to go back and do it on my own since because I just, I don't know, just nothing makes me want to sit there and play it. So I think you are right. It, it, maybe if uh, if you had it on the Xbox, then we could have played it and Kev would have joined us and we could have just trioed it up and Kev could have shown us how good it was. But why um, everyone needs to get Borderlands 2, including the massive loot chest that I've got <laughs> pre-ordered. I don't think I'm going to bother we can't pre-order that now. It was available on pre-order for like 10 hours. We got the email through from Game on a Friday night. And Anna's calling me over saying, Ah, oh, the, the, the loot chest, loot chest, loot chest. Get it ordered then. Um, so she got one ordered. Um, and then by the next morning, um, I went on there to have another look. And they're not selling anything. They're all sold out. So mm-hmm. um, it looks like we've got one of the few loot chests. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be somewhere for me to keep my pants and socks in a few months' time, which is... Uh, <laughs> It's, just, it's all I'm interested in, really. I want to keep my pants and socks in a Borderlands loot chest, and then I'm going to be a happy, happy chappy. The loot in that game's not very interesting either, is it? There's gazillions of guns. No, they're not. They're all rusty and rubbish. And you and your backpack's minuscule. Tell you what, mate. You want some loot? Get um. You want to get onto Diablo, mate? It's um, lovely, shiny, blues. Oh, fantastic. If you find a legend. Uh, I haven't found a lo- legendary yet. Steve, um, you just try and sell a game to me by saying it was lovely, shiny blues. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah. You ought to tell you because it had deep black. Yeah, I don't know what that means. I don't know what the benefit of that is to me. I just I... bought it because the man had told me to. Kev, I forgot. I don't know if I mentioned this before. Kev's uh, girlfriend, uh, he mentioned to her that we both had the same telly, and she was like, "Why did? How did that happen?" And we were like, "We didn't buy them together. The bloke just told us both independently that it had deeper black, so we both just brought it because of that. And neither of us know what it means. Yeah. So, what does deeper blues mean, or whatever it was? You just no, it just blue." Your items, you get, you got your white items, which are your standard items. Very much like in Borderlands, but I don't know if the colours different. A blue's a magical item, a yellow's a 
rare item, uh, uh, and an orange or whatever it is. Not that I've seen one. Is a legendary yeah, item. Legendary telly. That's what it means. Yeah. If we both bought it independently of each other, and yet ended up with the same television, it must be a pretty damn good TV. That's all I can say. Not wishing so, to take you off off subject. What TV have you got? It's a Panasonic Vieira 42-inch plasma. Got one of them. Right, Everyone's got one of them. It's because of the deep blacks. Probably on sale once, and they always mentioned it at deep blacks, and we've all just bought it for that reason. Uh, everyone loves it. It's a great TV. Um, is that your lot for what you've been playing, then, John? It's enough, probably. <laughs> Excellent, Bouncy. We've we've talked over you for for a good five minutes He's gone. there. He's had um, it. Assuming you've not disappeared into into deepest darkest fens. Um, what have you been? What, do you want to tell us a little bit about you in gaming? Yes, yes. Well, I've been busy here in the Lollacourse flat, as you well know. It's it's up above a rumbelow. So uh, Dalek and Doctor Hammock have gone out for the night. So I'm now kind of cheating on them with you guys, which Excellent. is always <laughs> the best way to be. Uh, I've been gaming since my uncle burgled somebody's house. Uh, he burgled somebody. There was an Acorn Electron in the swag that he stole, and he gave it to my family because he knew that I looked a bit like a nerd, even though I was only four. Uh, so did, you, my... did you already have a beard when you were four? I desperately want you to have had a beard when you were Do four. Do you know, I, I'll tell you a funny... It's not really gaming-related, but when I was five, uh, my dad painted the windowsills on the outside of our house uh, when I'd gone to bed, and my mum every night went out to do babysitting. And so I opened the window and I'd always lean out and go, bah, 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 bah. what I didn't realise is he'd put this thick blue gloss paint on the windowsill and I just walloped my hands on it while I was waving, came back, it was all over me, it was all over my furniture. I'd basically, over the course of 20 minutes, I'd managed to give myself a massive beard and, and like a merkin. I looked like Zangief, but blue, basically. And um, my dad had a bit of a panic. He figured, oh, I've got to get this cleaned off before his mum comes home. So he put me in a tin bath, covered me in petrol, and while smoking a cigarette, scrubbed me with a yard brush. <laughs> so uh, He's had a beard since. <laughs> I've had a beard ever since, yeah. The paint didn't quite come off. It's just gone sort of a mottled brownie orange since then. So, yeah, it's, it, I, that's when I realised it suited me. You know, everybody has that point where they finally grow one and think, that that's right, that's the moment for me. Some people, it's when they accidentally get paint on them. Some people, it's when they're going down on a lady to catch sight of themselves in a mirror. It's it's just, it's, it is what it is. So, yes, I... It's not really game related, but yeah, I have a beard. Yeah. <laughs> so what have you been playing then, mate? <laughs> so yeah, um, well, a bit of a history. He, he got to go for all of his consoles he had. I just did one that had been burgled, <laughs> and that was enough. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, give us more history. Jesus Christ. Sorry. I can see why this happens. Right, so the next, uh, uh, the Acorn Electron, that was great. It was all right. It, it was it was an Acorn Electron. It did nothing brilliantly, but it did clones very well. My first proper computer that I really remember was the Spectrum. Uh, I spent ages writing uh, fan fiction on the Spectrum and selling it to people at school on audio cassette. There was a word processing thing, and you could save the thing the data onto an audio cassette so i wrote pervy fan fiction for students um and i did that when i was about 10 which is quite entrepreneurial of me if they'd been dragon's den right there i would have rocked up did with a spectrum under one arm i can't huge. imagine who's going to be buying your bloody fan fiction at 10 <laughs> well you know this is um it, uh, there were older children than me. It was when I, small, when, I was, small when I was ten or eleven. I used to just sell cigarettes because I was bigger than everyone else, and I could go to the shop and buy cigarettes. I used to sell game cheats, and then after a while, found out that they were all just 
mugs and I, saw, I wrote a book of completely made up cheats and someone paid me 20 quid for them and I told him one of them was you know Sonya in uh, Mortal Kombat I told him oh if you press all these buttons she's naked and you fight with her naked the whole way through loads of bollocks just written down and um, he comes in the next day oh cheers for that mate that's brilliant <laughs> just like <laughs> so full of shit but I made 20 quid out of him so yeah bounce is not wrong there's a lot of people like that I had a friend who was convinced he'd seen Ghostbusters 2 and uh, when I challenged him on it he basically just seen the trailer in the trailer you see the Statue of Liberty's foot come down just just one shot of it just coming down don't see anything else the Statue of Liberty that was saved for the film and he said oh yeah yeah the Stape of Marshmallow came back and this time he's in armour <laughs> and I like the fact that of all the logical possibilities of a big blue foot in sandals he figured it was a Stape of Marshmallow wearing armour so yeah so after the spectrum and the, the heady days of entrepreneurial pornography um, I then got into a Master System which was my first proper Christmas present console so obviously in, in my head the greatest machine I'll ever own <laughs> because I opened it and I actually it was something I wanted and I'd wanted prior to Christmas it wasn't something you open and you go oh my god look at that it's a Knight Rider car or oh my god look at that it's a new pair of shoes um this was a master system and it was the master system 2 that had alex kid built in and sonic the hedgehog on cartridge so it was it was a proper good day i also got um pro wrestling as well which had the worst game box art a lot of the master system games had terrible box art but that had terrible it was like a basically a bloke with no head holding his own head under his arm in a wrestling <laughs> move it's it, looking up on the internet it's great um so yeah so I had that. <laughs> then um, between that and getting my own Mega Drive, I snuck around a friend's house at lunchtime. Uh, we skipped biology with a delectable Miss Hudson um, to play Sonic Hedgehog on the Mega Drive because I'd obviously played it only on the Master System and I wanted to see it. I'd read it in Mean Machines. I was like, oh, I want to play that. So I bunked off and then a window cleaner came around. So we spent 20 minutes crawling around on the floor hiding for a window cleaner. It was it was brilliant. We made paninis as well. It was the first time I'd had like a toasted sandwich that day. Um, getting complete history here inside that now. <laughs> oh, so, I tell you, there's a more complete history. This is the like the York notes of my gaming life. Um, so then we skip forward because I didn't buy anything else until the N64. Because basically by that time my parents had split up and they decided they didn't need to buy overblown gifts to gain my favour because I'd already chosen one of them. Um, so I ended up with a university fund that was given to me in TSB when they still existed. And I took all the money out and bought an N64 on launch day and every single game that I could. And I bought it from Virgin Megastore and they gave you a crappy football shirt with N- Nintendo 64 on the back, which I probably wore for at least 364 of the following 365 days of that year. Um, and it was great. It was great. Unfortunately, I lost that console because I set fire to a friend's shoes and he said, I'll tell your mum unless you give me your N64. So we did a deal and swapped it. <laughs> you, have... you got the burnt shoes did you <laughs> well it was that or i was gonna get my ass kicked uh, I was this was with a university fund <laughs> old way if it wasn't it was I, I was i was well it was 90 what 96 97 the n64 came out so, so yeah. you're at university and some bloke threatened to tell your mum about burning I, his I, shoe. Never made it, I never made it to university because i spent the money on the n64 <laughs> <laughs> that was that that was done. That's Rambo's, John. My life, like that, was where the divergence was. Everybody has a moment where they say, "If I'd have done anything differently, I probably wouldn't have taken all of my university funds and gone to Peterborough and bought a bloody N64." As as every friend on his back and travelled off, he said, "I'm off to university," <laughs> and just turned right and ended up in Peterborough with an N64 when he could have gone left and gone to Cambridge and had a degree. Exactly. Well, not Cambridge necessarily. It'd probably been like. 
Kind of I, I went Anglia Ruskin, Cambridge. Not, not... <laughs> the one we went to, not the good one that people go to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah. So I then, but I have recently been offered to be able to buy that N64 off another friend who bought it off of the friend that I swapped it with for fifty pounds, which is far too much money. But I kind of want to buy it just so I can say, ha 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 ha! I spent all of my legacy on this one console, and now at least I own it. It doesn't just sit in my mate's garage. So did you uh, pay seven? Did you pay seventy quid for? Ch- i bought i don't think that was a launch title i don't it, it I, was soon after but yeah I, I basically bought everything so it was lilac wars uh shadows of the empire mario 64 it was a great lineup of launch games i have to say for for a console it was great i, I just bought everything they had golden eye uh, some extra controllers i le- i spent about 1200 quid in one go and just Jesus. Kind of came over with three bags and then thought how the hell do you explain to your parents hi mum you know when you got divorced well this is what it's done to me <laughs> you should have said you know when uh, jack and the beanstalk when he goes out well i didn't get beans and... <laughs> you know, it runs in my family that my granddad was once sent to get some shopping and he came out of a horse <laughs> <laughs> my family's got form when it comes to not coming back with what you're supposed to um, but yeah, my mum and dad did get me back in longer term. When I was 17 and still living at home, um, my dad came around at Christmas. He bought me the Star Wars re-release films on VHS. And uh, then he shagged my mum loudly in the room next to me. <laughs> after they've up for two years. That was the most traumatic viewing of The Empire Strikes Back I've ever got. Because when he was like, saying, I'm your father, I was like, no, you're not. Please don't be my father. <laughs> you don't want to see you doing that. I'd rather, I'd rather jump out of Cloud City's basement than see that. So yeah. The vengeance with theirs. PS1 came. My wife threw it out the window because we had an argument. And a PS2, we bought one of them because my wife had a child and it was a lot of sleepless nights. So I traded in every VHS tape bar about 16 uh, with one of those archive companies. And they gave me enough money to buy a PS2 and about 60 games. So I did that. And then... <laughs> That's a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> a lot you of could have bought I... a house. I got a degree. Are you not capable of buying a console just a couple of games? Do you have to buy every game that exists for it when you buy a console? Go into a shop and I think, right, I've got a thousand pounds in my hand and they have a thousand pounds worth of stuff. I'm going to buy a thousand pounds of stuff. What's the point of change these days? They just look at what's in your hand and they're like, this pile's a thousand pounds. (laughs) It was. A lot of it was kind of pre owned stuff. It was like a local indie store. So I basically went in and said, look, I want to buy. I want to spend this. What can you do? I got all the games for half price, so I got actually two thousand pounds worth of stuff for a thousand pounds, which is you know, and that that money was free money because it was just a load of videotapes I'd sold. So you know, in a roundabout way, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm the winner, I suppose. <laughs> uh, and that PS2 does still work as well, and I did SingStar for it. Um, but unlike you, I just use my PS2 games in the PS3 for SingStar because they work. So I don't see why. That's such an issue. Because you don't uh, the Sing Store. It's all about the Sing Store. Yeah, but I not... don't, you don't want to. You don't have to keep swapping them. You got See, all I these. You got I don't mind. drunk people using discs <laughs> as bloody coasters and stuff. You're like, yeah. See, I don't have many parties. <laughs> There's not many people come round. It's normally just me, and I'm quite happy. Go. Yeah, what shall I look at tonight? <laughs> oh, SingStar Disney. That will go in. Do either of you have the problem where your SingStar songs are worth more than your PS3 now? Because that's what Kev's got. Yep. Um, he's stuck. He's 250 like, pounds worth of downloadable content for SingStar, yeah. and um, that that was basically the reason I didn't flog my PS3 when I didn't use it for two years. I'm quite glad I kept hold of it now because PlayStation Plus has suddenly made it awesome. But yeah, there's many times I've sat at that swine of a machine thinking i'd sell you if it wasn't for the fact that the bloody stuff i've downloaded onto is worth more than the console itself 
And I still the, I still download new ones all the time, even though I don't play rela- it anymore. On a related note, you, you were talking with your PlayStation Plus. I guess in your downloading gigs and gigs and gigs and gigs of data mm-hmm. for this. Have you just got the forty gig hard drive? Have you got no, I've got drive? I've got the sixty gig launch one. Uh, but are you going to, with all this new freebie stuff coming down, you're going to be looking to get a new Yeah, hardware? it is completely full. I did actually, I've got an old laptop set in the garage, and I went out to see what size hard drive was in that with a view to swapping it out, but it's only 160 gig in that, and it doesn't really seem worth doing. So I'm going to get perhaps a 500 gig one at some point and slam that in, because the first, I only downloaded four of the PlayStation Plus games so far, and that's filled my 60 gig. So I'm thinking I need, I need a lot of space on this bad boy, because I've had to delete almost everything when the walking dead episode two comes out um whenever it comes out i haven't got room on the hard drive and i have to delete darksiders to make room for it i think so yeah i need a bigger hard drive um, but it looks, it looks easy enough to do are you able to transfer all your, your old purchases and stuff across i think so yeah i hope so if not I'll try. <laughs> how i don't know well i've i imagine you ring sony and just say look come on i've stuck a different hard drive in let me re-download them i failing that there must be a way to just transfer them onto an external drive and then stick them oh, back on USB again or something. Because you yeah. don't want to use game saves and stuff. No. Okay, his ankle to what I want it to us. be able to do is to uh, <laughs> is to hook into my network hard drive and just do it that way. That'd be the happy solution. Come on, Sony. I've got a two terabyte network hard drive sat there with fuck all on it because I don't know why I bought it. Let me <laughs> let me stick my PlayStation Plus stuff on there and just transfer it on when I need it. It's all on the same network. But of course not. They're not going to make me happy like that. Uh, bouncy. Yeah, I think you were saying something before I went on a rant. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. So yeah, so I was going to say I was in a current generation, so it brings me right up to day living in a pokey little flat with two kind of slightly sociopathic men, uh, living on a, a kind of the, the legacy of spending university money on games. But the advantage is I get games to play, so you know that's all good. And this week I've been playing mostly Tetris on the original Game Boy because I found it in the drawer and I realised I hadn't put batteries in it this week because I use, I use them up week by week. I just buy Poundland batteries. And when they've gone, I'll stop playing it and then buy a new pack the week after. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think I've taken the Tetris. I've got three original Game Boys and one of them hasn't had Tetris taken out of it. I don't think since I bought it. It's, it's stayed in there. There's no reason to take it out. It's like it's the Nokia equivalent of like having a snake just permanently welded in. I might glue it in. Um, so that was great fun. Still not very good at it. I've been playing Dungeon Keeper on the PC, just going back to that because, again, you know, I, I've not got a great PC. I've still got one I bought from Time Computers in 1996. <laughs> you say your PC's then. not great, Fancy, yeah. but um, I, you, you gave me a code for Dungeon Keeper, didn't you? And no, that was Dungeon Defender. Oh, Dungeon Defender. Okay, carry on then. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and also, I was joking about having a, a 17-year-old PC. That wasn't real. <laughs> just, just, I don't want to shatter the illusion that I'm sitting here in some real... I mean, you've been to the flat. You know what the flat actually looks like. It's not... Uh, there's no cum-stained sofa and a dead hamster in the corner. There well, was after we left. <laughs> there was. There was a cat gone. Um, so, yeah, no, I was playing Dungeon Keeper, which I downloaded from Good Old Games because it worked. But now I know the game you meant. That's a brilliant yeah. game. Yeah, Bullfrog. One of the one of the better uh, PC kind of strategy titles that I love. It was just so casual as well. You could just kind of run around and slap orcs and stuff, which is kind of all I want to do. Um, and then a bit of Skylanders on the 3DS because somebody traded it at work, so I got it for about 11 quid, which was good enough for me. Uh, I was quite interested how this the portal technology worked with the 3DS, and it worked very, very well. It's all kind of infrared stuff and nonsense so yeah that was good but majority of my time is playing ink on the ipad 
which is t- puts you in control of a, a nasty, nasty disease. You can either have like a virus or a fungus or a pathogen of any kind. And then you basically, your aim is to wipe out humanity by evolving the disease, but to a point where nobody notices it until it's too late. And I, I love it. It takes ages to get through, but I just smile broadly as the world starts to go dark. And uh, <laughs> it, it really, I mean, as, a, as it's, I think it was one of the 69p downloads. There are loads of clone types of it as well. You probably get a free one, but very much a, a fun little game just destroying the world via kind of viruses you I always, I lo- uh, yeah plague inc plague. as in plague incorporated yep. but abbreviated um so yeah and and what i always like to do is i like to give my diseases funny names so you know like a friend of mine needed marmite so marmite is spreading across the world and then marmite has eradicated humanity which is just funny every time it comes up you think well i've just killed six billion people but marmite <laughs> and uh, yeah so if you do play it come up with a funny name like you know my ex my ex has killed thousands is always a good one as well so yeah that's been my week really other than a couple of new games that i'm not allowed to talk about yet don't worry we'll ask you about them in due course sheepdog i assume at this juncture um i go make a cup of tea while you bore everyone to death with mass effect again i've i finished mass effect 2 so i won't be boring you with that anymore but um I got to the point in that. I mean, it, brilliant ending, fantastic game. Absolutely loved it. Really, really happy with it. Um, I got to the point where I finished it, and then I started to just sort of think, well, there's a few bits I need to do and go back with. But it got to the point where I, I got into the missions um, that were like little silly ones, left, right, and centre. And the game's got a lot of glitches in it that you only really, I suppose, you only really notice if you go to town on it and try and play it inside out. But like. I, there's about four missions afterwards that I, I went and did that just broke. I'd be on them. There was one where uh, there's a ship on the side of a mountain and they just plop Shepard on it and say, We're back in a bit. You ever wander around? And she just wanders around on her own and you've got, and it says, like, Oh, be careful. It might fall off the mountain. And you think, Right, okay. So I've got to not run, I suppose. And every time I tried to go down a slope or climb up anything, the game just glitched and I had to reset it. And um, I'd pick stuff up and it'd glitch and I'd have to reset it. And the problem was my, my game had auto-saved when I landed. So I couldn't just go, I couldn't just go, oh, I'll, go, I'll go back on the ship and forget this stupid level. I had to finish it. But every time I, I had a choice to go left or right, it would either glitch. If I, uh, it glitched the one time I went one way and then I'd have to reset it and go the opposite way. Or I'd have to keep retrying to do the same bit so that it wouldn't glitch. And it, this mission where all you had to do was walk down a slope over a bridge and to the end of the level took me about an hour because I had to keep just resetting, resetting, avoiding the glitch. And it was as I noticed after a while, it's like they got to the end of making the game and just said, anyone got any random ideas that they want to spend half an hour putting together and we'll just wang them in the game to flesh it out a bit. Had you already finished the game at this point? Yeah. Why don't you just turn the damn thing off? Well, because I'd say, because I didn't want my save game to be messed up because it was loaded midway through a bloody oh, okay. mission. Um, I want. I kept thinking to myself, I want to get the the game 100% complete, well, not 100% completed, but do all the missions, make sure I've made all the decisions I want to make and make sure everyone's level. Because, again, like my shepherd ended up leveled up to a quite a high level in the end. like Not a high level, but over 30. So, you know, there's an achievement for that, isn't there? So um, I wanted to make the most of it. And... I don't know, I just, I, I couldn't believe that I got to this certain point and then suddenly the game just fell apart at the seams. It was just like, as I say, it was like they'd done a big throw in whatever random crap you want to throw in at the end of it day. I mean, I know Google <laughs> has a thing, didn't they, where they say, oh, whatever projects you've been working on for a hobby, let's let's publish them. And 
I reckon that's, that must be what they did because there was three or four where where there was no relevance to the story. There was absolutely no kind of canon, but I'd landed on the planet and was stuck in the mission, so I had to do it, and it just kept glitching out. Um, but other than that, it was brilliant. I did make a tiny error. I know I posted this on the forum, so I won't spoil it or anything, but I, I went back and rectified that because what I found was where I had the DLC in advance, I made some decisions based on the fact I had that, and I kept thinking to myself, well, if I'd have been playing this game brand new, I wouldn't have included certain decisions I made. So I, I kind of went back and redid it as though it wasn't there, and I was happy with how I, I ended the game in the end. Um, I went and got the Liara add-on download pack thing that everyone said to me, wait till you've completed the game before you install that. And um, it was good, but I was lucky that I got I got 800 points for like a fiver, and normally it's, what, £8, £9 or something, isn't it, I think? Around that. Yeah. And... Um, I wouldn't say the doubt the add-on was worth eight or nine. It's pounds. a bridge between the two games. It's not really. Kind of is. It's not. Do you want to fight about it? There's there's subtle like when you start up the third one, she'll be like, oh, I, I, I'm up to this now. <laughs> it basically explains why she's doing what she's doing in Mass Effect Three when it's completely different to what she was doing in Mass Effect One because she's not really in the second one, is she mm, at all? No. So but, it kind of it explains why she's now a completely different character doing something completely different to what she was in yeah, the first one. And that's all fun to have on my game, and I'm happy that I know. But if you'd have said to me, "Do you want to know where she's been for the past game?" I, you know, I tell you for eight pound, I'd have been like, eight pound? Fuck off! No, I'm all right." <laughs> but a fiver, I kind of felt a little bit like, uh, "I'm not trying to be tight, but uh, still a bit too much." I'd have rather just pay like two quid and no, um, it, it wasn't really worth it. I thought I did the missions. It took me about forty-five minutes. Um, I, I ran around doing extra bits afterwards from that expansion pack just to try and get the, the as much as I could out of it. Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't want to slate it. It was all right. It wasn't bad stuff. It just wasn't worth eight pound. I thought. Um, so then I started three, and it's it's shocked me so far how how my, what was the gap between the two of them? Wasn't it only like two years? Yeah, I was three say, years. Like, three maybe. years was my guess. Um, but the difference in the graphics is amazing. And a little bit of me didn't like when it loaded up. I thought, well, that's not my character. That they've really it's like they've taken a you know floor buffer to her face or something and just polished her up it's mental um everyone's just been cleaned up and polished it's i don't know it, it, it it's taking some getting used to it's taken a little bit of the character out of it for me in that where i'm playing are so close together there's between one and two there wasn't much of a change but between two and three it's dramatically different and i don't know it just feels a little bit like i'm playing a different game now because some of the characters don't really look like a lot like they did in the other one um I'm liking a lot of the things I'm doing in this one, like meeting people and then them going off and being on my ship as one of my assets and things like that. That's quite cool. Um, I don't think that's not a spoiler, is it really? That's just a function of the game. But um, I'm looking for. I'm I only done the prologue so far. I've, I think there's like I don't know how many acts there are on it, but um, loads. Yeah. I'm, can I start the multiplayer on it straight away? Or? You should start the multiplayer on it straight away. In a multiplayer, it's absolutely crucial. Right. Okay. Um, so I need some people. Anyone who's just starting that at the moment, I'll be more than happy to uh, play it with you. But um, when I've not been playing that, I've been kind of fart-arsing around on random little bits. I was looking at what the uh, like top game on the iTunes is at the moment. And uh, it, it is that Sing 
pop or whatever it's song called. Pop. Song pop. Bore that um, now, by the way. If anyone yeah. cares, bore that. You can stop sending me invitations to that now because <laughs> I ain't playing it anymore. I played it for three days and I'm bored of it. So we'll, we'll yeah, get I haven't that played exists. it since. Uh, I, I played it for like a day. But um, I saw that thought, no, I'm not playing that anymore. Um, but there's a game called Escape Bear. And I don't know whether that's known or what, but it's like a bear running out of prison. And um, <laughs> I don't know why he's in prison, but the jailer's running after him. And uh, all you're doing is running straight down a hallway and you've got to avoid the obstacles and collect these little silver things while you're running through. And um, it's bloody hard. I mean, even from the first level, it's hard. You have to because you're turning your phone. So like it, when you turn, tilt your phone, is to it the like Templeton? Because well, I'm looking at it, and straight away, the logo of it looks exactly like the Temple Run logo. Does it now? I mean, it's gold, isn't it? Um, but yeah, you, in Temple Run, you have to press the buttons, don't you? You don't tilt your phone. Because this is... Uh, there is tilting. You, you tilt to go left, you tilt to go oh, right. Oh, in Temple Run, you, you tilt to move to from side to side, I think. Yeah, that's what I mean, side okay. to side. So it's probably a lot like Temple Run, then. I'm downloading but, um, it now. When you hit, like, a uh, trap on that... it it's quite gruesome, you know, he just splits into a million pieces of meat, and yeah, it's, I, I'm hoping there's a little bit of tiny story to it, because I want to know why he was in prison, because I don't, you know. You ain't going to find out why he's in prison, there's going to be no story to it, it's a free app on the iPhone. Yeah, it's not a free app normally, it's like £2, isn't it, or something? I don't know, I've just downloaded it for free, and he is a bear, and he's escaping, he's actually wearing black and white stripy yeah, jumper. I want to know, because, you know, I'm, I'm not helping a murderer or a rapist out of prison. I think you probably are, sheeples. I mean, if he's stolen a loaf of bread to feed his wife, who's dying of cancer, then yeah, all right. I'll help him break out to see her before she goes. Here you go, I'm playing it now. Yeah, it's got very guard, atmospheric music. Yeah, the guard's angry. He's like, oh, I'm going to get you. And, you know. We'll turn the music What's the name on. of this game, Steve? Uh, Escape Bear. <laughs> Oh, so I just put bear escape into Google and I got seven tips to escape a bear and it attacks you. This is basically Temple Run in a corridor. A black corridor. I'm not even bothered mm. to put any kind of... But no, it was fun and it killed a bit of time. Um, and then today I've been... I, you know, I was looking after my daughter and I thought, what can I play with her that's suitable for a three-year-old? So I, I played Street Fighter 2 for a bit on my own. Hang on. <laughs> Hang on. Let's go back a bit. <laughs> Let me, I need to understand your logic there. <laughs> you were trying to think of a game suitable to play with your three-year-old daughter and the most suitable game you came up with was Street Fighter 2. <laughs> well, I looked around and I thought, I'm not playing that. I'm not playing that. I was going to make her be Tails on Sonic 2 and... Um, just, you know, leave her behind. <laughs> but, um, but even then, I kind of thought, she'll annoy me if she gets the hang of the controls and starts stealing all the power-ups. <laughs> so I just... Um, How likely do you think that's, that would well, have been to happen? She, she plays Angry Birds and gets three stars now. It's shocking. She's got... She's mental. Like, just not mental in a bad way. I mean, really good with... She's like Rain Man with games. Just, she would bang. Three all stars. All kids are like that. It's, it's, my kids are like that would cut the rope. I don't it's understand bizarre. it. She just picked it up. She's, you know, never seen it before. Doesn't even know what it is. Bang. Three stars. Job done. So, um, in the end, I just kind of said to her, you go over there, play with your toys. I'll play with my you don't toys. Yeah, play, play with a cooker. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... I'm shit at Street Fighter. I played it because AD said he was rubbish at it, and I thought, right, get good at Street Fighter, challenge him, bet all of money, and win. <laughs> um, and uh, no, I'm rubbish at it. So what I then did, um, I was, first of all, I was, <laughs> this is another terrible parenting story, because first of all, I started playing Peppa Pig videos from my daughter on YouTube, and then I thought, the endings to Street Fighter will be on here. 
might just watch them. <laughs> so <laughs> sent her off to the side again, and I sat watching uh, how each character's story ends on Street Fighter. I mean, you put, you never know their stories to games. I do didn't you? know there was any story yeah. in Street Fighter. Because I thought it was just kicking the shit knowing out of Knowing you, like me, because I I only ever played them on easy, and if you complete them on easy, you don't get an ending. Whereas if you play them on hard, I think it is, you get well, what kind normal. of bullshit know, is mental. that? But um, each character had an ending, and it was. Some of them were just a bit like cheesy or like E-Honda just sort of goes like, oh, you know, there I've won. I'm going to eat loads now and everyone sits and watches me eat and that's basically it. But um, Chun-Li made me laugh because she's there at her dad's grave going, oh, I've killed M. Bison, you know, I've done it for you, dad. You know, your, his empire's gone. And then she suddenly says, after like crying at his grave and being all sad, she's like, so now I can be a single free woman again and just throws all her like fighting gear off and she's wearing some sort of womanly clothing that she's a party animal and that's how her story ends it's I like need a happy know. ending if you will <laughs> yeah. I, need, I need to know what your definition of some womanly clothing is Steve Probably like clubbing stuff she, she sort of throws off her fighting gear and she's wearing like uh, a ball gown I'm out on the town I'm going to get shit faced gear but um, it was so bizarre because she was at his grave going like dad I've avenged your death M. Bison killed you and now I've killed him I did it all for you and then she just sort of goes woohoo party celebration um Blanker as well, you know, the electric one. Mm. He wins, and this woman just runs in going, Jimmy, are you Jimmy? And he's like, I'm Blanco, who the fuck are you? And she's like, well, my son got lost in a plane crash over Brazil. And he's like, mm-hmm. and then she goes, that anklet you're wearing, I gave that to Jimmy when he was a boy. And then he just starts crying and shouting mummy and giving her a cuddle. and Still has a green monster. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, wouldn't just wouldn't it break if he had an anklet when he was a boy? Yeah. Surely he's grown a bit. I thought this is this massively muscly monster, and he's just um, yeah still wearing a boy's anklet. Um, who'd have thought shit Japanese games would have potholes all in them? Yeah. <laughs> who'd, who'd have thought it? Ryu, Ryu, whatever you call him, um, he just carry, he just leaves. It says it shows the ending, and it's got like even though everyone else kills Bison, Bison's not dead in his ending. He's standing on the winners' podium at second place. Sagat's next to him, and there's an empty first place and everyone's going, where is he? Where's he gone? And he, it just says he's gone off. He's, he's walked off to find the next challenge. Winning's not important to him. And I was just like that. That's very unsatisfying. If, if I'd have sat and played as him for two hours and he just walked off at the end with no story, I'd have been like, wanker. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I, I recommend watching it again. Just there was two more that made me laugh and then I'll move on. Oh, good. Um, Zangleef, the Russian wrestler, he, he finishes the president of Russia lands in a helicopter, thanks him for making Soviet Russia proud of him, and then says, let's celebrate like they do back home. And then they start doing that Russian dance where you bob up and down, <laughs> kicking your feet out. And it's just a minute of that. Him, Zangli, the president, and a load of women doing that Russian dance. Whilst drinking vodka and queuing for bread. Um, yeah, and that's, <laughs> I just thought, that's a little bit wrong. That's a little bit awkward. Um, and then just there's a you know, guile in it who does a sonic boom who's meant to be this badass army guy hmm. you, you, expect, top. you expect him to have really important reasons for being there and he kind of he has a go at bison saying yeah i'm the guy you slagged off in nam or whatever and then um, kuwait i think it was and then this woman just comes running in the background like leave him alone guile and then this girl comes in like oh i'm your daughter and then it just cuts to him at home with his wife kid and dog and he's like i feel like i've woken up from a terrible nightmare and it's just a happy family life with him in his cardigan and his uh, horrible trousers and just <laughs> looking really weird and American and um, it's very bizarre I mean 
that's got to be one of the worst game endings in the history of whatever character. They all sound us. awful. Like, uh, yes, I mean yeah. all of them. That's that's got to be the most unsatisfying game to finish. Surely, I mean that sounds. Like I don't believe anyone ask. actually finished it because anyone who's enough of a loser to play Street Fighter Two in single player just needs to have a long hard look at themselves in the yeah, mirror. Yeah. That's a multiplayer game. Did anyone play it on hard though? I mean that's I I it never occurred to me to play. I think that's like the only way you get them because um, I've I've completed it on easy and possibly normal. Because um, you're a loser and didn't have any friends, so you had to play it by yourself. No, I want. I, I probably wanted to try and complete it and see the ending because I'd heard there was endings, but I'd never actually seen them until now, and um, they were awful. So don't don't ever go back in time and waste your time on that. Says um, the man who spent an hour of his day <laughs> watching them on YouTube. Yeah, but the reason I did that and the reason I cracked was because I'd been looking for some Peppa Pig songs for my daughter, and the only Peppa Pig songs on YouTube are ones that people have made. And they've not made them as in they've got clips of proper songs about balloons and rainbows and whatever. Somebody's got the theme tune and made a dancey trance version of it and a drum and bass version of it that are just bizarre. And I mean, my daughter loved them, to be fair. She thought they were the funniest things in the world. But I sat there thinking, I clicked this expecting a Peppa Pig song. That's not what this was. So I ended up kind of looking at Street Fighter instead. That wasn't an explanation of why you ended up on Street Fighter. (laughs) Because... It was a fruitless task. You've missed out the key, the key transition between the, songs the two. The so bizarre. I just thought, I've got better things to be doing. I wonder how Street Fighter. But it turns me. out you didn't. <laughs> um, well, after that, she lost interest, so I just started looking at that. Um, and then I remembered that I'd got Civilization Five like six months ago, and it had been sitting on my PC unplayed. And um, so... I made sure that I had something to entertain myself with on the sofa, and I just sat playing that for like seven hours. And uh, I love this game. It is this brilliant. is one of the few games though. on the PC I play. It's surreal in that at the moment I'm on a continent where London is next to Munich, Helsinki is just over the mountain, and um, it's just all sorts of crazy things like that. Just I can try to think what other. I can't even think what else is near me, but it's just like Germany, um, Kuwait, I think is there somewhere like that, like some sort of Eastern country. And yeah, it's just really odd. And they're all properly mugging me off constantly. I ask them if they want to form a treaty, like not with you. <laughs> and I'm England for some reason. I didn't pick England. It just randomized me as the queen of England. And, uh, <laughs> based on, based on what it saw when it looked at you through your webcam. Yeah. And, um, I, I think I'm pretty bad at it pretty bad i mean i'm like a hundred turns in and it's like medieval times and um your people still can't speak or write (laughs) they can write i uh took i took over munich because germany randomly declared war on me and so i just thought right i'm having munich i'm having your beer festivals that's it you're gone and um i took munich they went let's call it a true say yeah let's be friends again and i thought yeah you want your beer back didn't you but then i'm in it anyway uh that's the only country I've been able to take. Everyone else just kicks my ass. And I think I'm the most advanced nation there because no one else is. They're well, all in like... Get the... yourself a technology victory then, sheepdog. Mm. Don't worry Don't worry yourself about war. Just... Is that possible? Yeah. I thought I had Have to you ever played everyone. a Civilization game before? Well, I played Civilization three years ago and I got fed up because all they ever said was, more plebs are needed! More plebs are needed! And I, was just, I don't know what a pleb is! There's five <laughs> ways to win in Civilization V. You can have your war victory where you just annihilate all the other countries. You can have a technological one where you get to the... I think, I think that's the space race, actually. You're the ah. first one to make it to Alpha Centauri by building rockets and stuff, so your technology moves on further than everyone else. You have an economic one 
where you're the first one to make the World Bank or something. Um, I think that's how you do the economic one. There's a cultural one where you're the first one to do some particular cultural thing. And actually, it might just be four. I've um, been going about this yeah, all wrong because awesome. I've been trying to like boost my science whilst killing everyone. Whilst, like Germany were allies no, with me and then they said, you're go bit, for it. They were like, you're a bit bloodthirsty. Don't really want to be allies with you anymore. And I just thought, hey, I, you know, Helsinki asked me for help. So I helped them. Rio de Janeiro, whatever it is, they asked me for help. So I went and helped them. You know, it's, it's not my fault. I get, keep getting embroiled in war. But um, don't be a yeah. jack of all trades, sheepdog. Pick your pick your victory and go for it. I actually expected it to be set out because last game like that I played was uh, Total War, which is obviously set out like Europe. So when it said, "Oh, you're England," I thought I was going to be in England. So when America suddenly roll up next to me, like just down the road, I thought, "Well, hang on, what's it's like Abraham Lincoln is basically talking to me, telling me to sort me act out?" And I'm thinking, "Well, you shouldn't even be here." I told him to stop building near my base, thinking you're supposed to be over the Atlantic, and um, and in the future, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, he told me to get lost, and then built wherever he fancied, but. Um, He's a, he's a bit like that, though, isn't he? Yeah, it, it seems like a good game. My wife got annoyed because she came home and I just sort of went, you all right? Carried on playing it and she eventually asked me to get off it. I can see me playing that for a while, but probably not Mass Effect while. Like, I'm not going to be playing that every week. That's one of two games that's kept me up all night in the past, that and Football Manager. I could probably play it tonight because uh, my in-laws are taking my daughter out tomorrow, so I'm, I've got the whole day to do what I want. How long does it take, Steve? I've never played Civ, so where do you start? you start, like, year zero? I um, started with a group of people and they were just like, let's build a city. Bang, they've done it. Um, I think it was BC because I've just hit 80. And, um, that's why he's not that's here. Why he's not here. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I didn't realise because I, I thought it kept going forever and I could be in like the year 40,000 or whatever if I just left it on that long. Um, but I'm a bit dis... Did Sorry. some guy get get to 30, year thirty nine something recently? He'd been playing Civilization two for like ten years, pretty much constant or something. And he worked out there's only three remaining civilizations in the whole world: the Americans, and they'd been at war for fifteen hundred years. Yeah, something like that. I don't think you can do that in Civilization five because I think it does cut off at twenty fifty. I think that's a I shame don't... though. It just seems silly to. Limit the game. I know that you can just but start again. But someone will have won in one of the four ways by then. It's very rare for you to get to that mm. point without having anyone win. Um, and what you'd also find is the, the time starts to pass much slower the further you get towards the present. So when you first start, perhaps you get, is it 50 yeah. or 500 years pass in I'm one go? Pretty and then sure. by the time you get into the 20th century, it's just one year at a time. Oh, just good. keep going on. Yeah, it is. I was noticing that... Um, a lot of queens were just dying. It was just constantly changing monarch every sort of 50 years or so. And well, well it would, but it was going through that so quick. Mm. Um, and it kept suddenly going, Oh, it's a golden age. And then the golden age would be ended within like 10 years. And I think like, that didn't last long, did it? Um, it annoys me a little bit that if I, if I want to help someone or attack something or whatever, it's like, I've just got to basically click next 10 times. I'd rather it just did it for however long it takes. And I could just get on with other things. Like I can't, I assume if I built other cities, I can do other things. But um, if I want to build like a monument there, I can't also tell it to build this, this, this and this and just let it take 20 goes or whatever. I've just got to sit and wait. And that just seems like I'm wasting a lot of history by just spending 20 years building a lighthouse. That's one thing. um, The Armenians or something said, we want a lighthouse. Whoever builds a lighthouse, we'll give them loads of money. So I thought, why not? And um, 
I must have built it a turn later than everyone else because somebody else beat me by a turn. And I thought, I've just spent like 45 bloody turns <laughs> building this puppy <laughs> thing. My entire economy's gone to shit and you're just blowing it up because somebody else built it and they weren't at all impressed. But um, I reckon if I read the... Because I didn't read the instructions, I just started it up. Obviously. You most know, man. One of the most complex games ever. Yeah. If I read how to play it, it'd probably be brilliant. I mean, I really like it. I like it enough as it is. If I learn how to play it further, it'll probably be amazing. But... um. I might, I'm tempted to check out the older ones if I can play them. Civilization today. Revolution on the Xbox. That's, that's where it's at. I don't like playing on my telly. Oh, it's awesome. That game, Multiplayer on there is awesome. Love that game. Multiplayer. That's one of my few games I got my 1,000 points on, Civilization Revolution. Love that. Awesome. But then I do like Civilization. I'm liking the fact he doesn't shout more plebs are needed in this one because that... If, he'd have, if I'd have turned it on and you'd have gone, you need more plebs, I'd have just turned it straight back off and installed it because... He's a, a plebs a poor person, isn't it? I don't know what you're talking about. I've I've played since Civilization Three, and I've never had one that. of them. It might have been two then. One of them, I started it up, and I was in Rome, and or it was like I was a Ro- I was the Romans, and I was trying to build, or it might be the Greeks, and it just kept shouting at me, "More plebs are needed, more plebs are needed," and I kept thinking, "Well, I don't, I don't know, hey, what like they a are. peasant? Well, I don't know. Does it, do you have like worker people? I think. Yeah, it might have been saying you need more workers, but. Other stuff was building, like so. I was still building my army and I was still building my research and everything like that. But it just kept saying it, and I just kept thinking, well, no matter what I do, and I've, I tried, I explored everything I could find, but I don't know. Um, Didn't find the instruction manual though. <laughs> well, it, I think I borrowed that one off a mate. I think I just had the disc, but this would, it must have been two or three because it was one. When did two would have been out like? Fifteen years ago, probably. Yeah. So it must have been two because three is more current, isn't it? Slightly. Well, kind of, that's well, still probably decade. over ten years <laughs> old. <laughs> um, Five's yeah. been out five years, I should think. No, twenty ten. That came oh, out. Was I it? checked because um, I hadn't. The reason I ended up getting it was because I hadn't realised that one had came out when I when I saw it, and uh, I thought, oh bloody hell! You know, if I'd known, I'd have got that sooner. But then I looked, I thought oh, it's been out ages. Actually, yeah, that did come out while we were at uni because I remember it ruining a semester because I just sat playing that the whole time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. what, Steve? It just took me two seconds to find the manual on Google, so there's a little <laughs> tip for you. This was probably before Google existed. What, two what? years ago? <laughs> no, the other one. This this one I could... Tell you what, yeah, Steve. But, but Google's now, isn't it? And they'll have manuals. <laughs> you don't need to go back in time. I thought you meant for the old one with plebs. Well, you probably. What was it? Manual version 3, was it? Hey, what? I'll leave you two to look at your yeah, man right. yes. while Kev I talk, talk about, about some done. actual video games. You go for it, Kev. Um, enslaved. I said last week I was done with it. Turns out I've made a liar of myself because I went back to it and I finished it and it's awesome. Um, I do have to disclose that I may have got little bits of help here and there along the way while I was playing it. The reason I have to disclose that is because she's been all over the bloody forum this evening telling everyone just to make sure that I did. Um, so Anna did the bit that I didn't like, the shooty bit that was halfway through, um, and she did all that for me, and I just got back into climbing and running around again. And um, I love climbing and running around, and it's brilliant. Um, Not in real life, though. Towards the end of the game, actually, there was another shooty bit, and um, I started to get the hang of it. And I'm starting to think that the reason I didn't like that middle bit of Enslaved isn't because it was too hard or because it was too too different and everything. I think it's because there wasn't actually a proper tutorial in this game. Um, so I... Um, I sort of didn't know how to do it. And it wasn't until I sat and watched her do it and thought, ah, oh, that 
that's what you do. And then I sort of figured it out. And from then on, I was able to do the shooty bits that came up further on. Because at the end, there's quite a lot of shooty stuff as well. And um, I was quite enjoying the shooty bits towards the end of it. Um, but yeah, that's a bloody good game. I don't know why I missed out on this. It's a couple of years old. Um, if you've got a console, go and buy this game. It's awesome. And it has got, as AD said last week, a bizarre ending. Hmm. I mean, it's not the bizarre ending that I thought I was going to get. Because I was ready to kill him. If um, if the ending that I thought he'd massively signposted for me. He says when AD's not here. I know. So. Uh, <laughs> but no, the uh, the ending that I got in the end, it, I mean, it's awesome. I love it. And um, it's such a weird, bizarre game with a great, great story. It's really well acted. The cutscenes are brilliant. And it's awesome. Um, you just got to go and try it. Love that game. Um, Lego Batman 2, I've been playing as well in co-op. Um, is it as awesome as the demo suggested it would be? It is. It's made of awesome. If you if you like the Lego games or if you like superheroes, um, just just get it. It's so much fun. Um, it even came with a little Lego figure of Lex Luthor that she sat there and put together and st- sat in front of the telly. Really hard, is it Legs? No, it's it. got like other bits and pieces as well. It oh. came with a little bit of Lego. It was, it was awesome. Um, but no, the game's great fun. Um, you get to play Superman in it, which caused a bit of a row because obviously you get Batman and Robin. And they're fairly similar. They can do sort of the same stuff. Then Superman swans in with his laser vision and his breath that freezes stuff and just the ability to fly around the map. And, of course, we both want to be Superman. So there's three characters on screen, two of us playing. So we're constantly, as soon as someone comes off of Superman, leap on it. I want to be Superman. I want to be Superman. So, yeah, don't play that game in co-op because it causes arguments when Superman comes on. Um, but no, that's great. He likes Superman, not a fan. Yeah, but so. he can do so much more stuff. Mm. Um, but no, it's just a good, fun game. I mean, it's quite short. Um, I, we played through most of it in co-op in like two evenings, um, and she's told me she's since gone, since gone and finished it in an hour, so it can only be like eight hours long, probably. Is it just... Um... Because the demo was like every Batman villain just strolls out, you beat him mm. up. Is is that the whole way through pretty much just villain after villain after villain after villain after no villain. it's pretty much the Joker and Lex Luthor so you get cool. the two big guys just basically planning plotting it the whole it really like a lot of character to it mm. a lot of uh, personality no it's um, it's good fun and it's got voice acting in which is different from the mm-hmm. for the Lego games um, usually you just have um, but it actually has proper voice acting so it can have a proper story maybe and, that um, hair you removed from your ear <laughs> maybe they always had talking but you mm. just unclued maybe it's because I plugged my speakers in properly maybe um, but yeah, I, I like that. And the other one I've been playing um, is the Dawnguard DLC on Skyrim, um, which I I shouldn't be allowed to play Skyrim because it's just too distracting. I download, I sat there on whenever it came out Tuesday, um, sat there from nine o'clock. I'm on Twitter every half hour. When's Dawnguard out? When's Dawnguard out? When's Dawnguard out? Everyone's saying, "Shut up! It'll be out soon. Be patient, man." Came out about one o'clock. Downloaded it instantly. Got on there and. It didn't do anything to do with Dawn God. I actually went to uh, Solitude, is it? The, the town right up at the top. And um, went up there and did the quest so that I could buy the house up there. Moved my wife into the house up there. Did a few other bits and pieces. And then about half hour before I had to go and get the kids from school, stumbled across the Dawn Guard thing and turned into a vampire. Uh, but I haven't done any of the rest of it. I've just turned into a vampire. So I sat there all day waiting for the DLC to come out. And what I could have done is been playing Skyrim all day, done all the bullshit stuff that I wanted to do in the game itself first, and then just have the the down the DLC just come straight in and actually play it properly. But from what I've played of it, 
being a vampire is awesome. You get the option whether or not you be a vampire or not. Being one is bitching. I don't know why you would not be one, because you get to fly around and shoot stuff in the face. And the crossbow is awesome, because it's just like a gun. I have now shot someone in the knee with a crossbow, and I did tweet at the time um, that I've now killed someone with an arrow to the knee until I realised it's actually a bolt, because it was a crossbow. So um, I still haven't arrowed to the knee to someone. Can you start again and be a vampire, or...? Yeah, I guess so. You can the the Dawnguard DLC kicks in at level ten, I think. So, I mean, it, the way I look at it, if you if you come into Skyrim anew, and um, there's no reason why you couldn't just get that and just have it as a a separate quest line, like you have the the uh, the Thieves Guild and the yeah. Dark Brotherhood and all that stuff, just have it in there as one of them, and it's a similar sort of thing. Yeah, people react differently if you're like, say, you went and did that straight away, and then did the game. Would the game be any different because you're a vampire or? I doubt it. People would perhaps talk about you. Oh, he's a vampire. Because yeah. I, when I played it, I did the companions questline really early on. So I've basically been a werewolf for the whole game, um, and I've now cured myself of being a werewolf <laughs> because I'm now a vampire. Um, but being <laughs> a frying pan. Yeah, exactly. Being a werewolf hasn't caused any problems with any of the other stuff. They still think I'm a super duper hero. Um, but yeah, to me, it's just someone said on the forum, you know, is tell me about it. Is it any good? And my response was just, you know, it's Skyrim. Yeah, what is it? Is it good. just extra quest lines in, yeah, in, the whole, same, in the same world? Yeah, it's a whole new quest line um, with basically the Dawn Guard are vampire hunters. Um, mm-hmm. So you can. It's similar to how you have the um, like the Civil War quest line where you pick a side. Um, so you can be on the side of the Dawn Guard or you can be on the side of the vampires. Um, so I guess you've got the value there of being able to play two separate quest lines yeah. if you do it both ways. Um, I I understand there's like 40 hours of gameplay in it. 40. Uh, yeah, wow. so I imagine that's playing the 20 hour quest line through twice, I imagine. But for, you know, it's an expensive piece of DLC, it's 1600 points, so that's what, 15 quid. But for what you get for it, you know, you're getting as much game or more. Ga- I mean, like The Darkness 2 earlier in the year, that was a four hour game. That, yeah. You know, 40 quid for that. So you get, I've already got more value out of this than I got out of a game like that. So. I mean, Skyrim's a high value game, isn't it? Oh, definitely. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, it's just more of the same. And any other game, I'd perhaps bitch about that. But Skyrim, more of the same. When I'm 100 hours into it already, um, I'm quite happy to have more of the same. Thank you very much. And it's just, it's dragged me back into Skyrim. And I found myself do, just picking up other little side quests that aren't even related to the DLC and just doing them just because I'm now immersed back in the world of Skyrim. Yeah. And, Is that uh, available for PC as well? It will be. I think there's a there's a month exclusive for the free oh, really? So I think it's out on the PS3 and the PC um, probably in three or four weeks' time. Um, just yet again proving that playing games on the 360 is a way to it's a way to do it kids because it's because mm. i can sit sit on my sofa and, and dawn guard it up and like a bad back. Nerds. Yeah. i already have a bad back so um yeah, I'm, that's probably not going to help you then sitting on the sofa is it? i sit on my recliner chair that's designed specifically for my special special back but it is now covered in cat vomit so you what you've got special needs you're saying it's pretty much yeah, yeah. <laughs> um just to summarize what the rest of you crazy kids have been up to this week um it seems 80s influence is still out there on the world looking at raptor in fact this is the monthly top five on raptor and um, so we're at the end of the month so we'll just sum up the month fifth place we've got modern warfare 3 on 236 hours um diablo 3 is in fourth place on 249 great game so i hear FIFA 12, 295 hours. People just play that, don't they? I've, I've not played that for months, but people are just into it. Battlefield 3 is in second place. There's, I, no one got back to me last week to tell me why you're playing it again. I still really want to know. 
323 hours last month from uh, from folk playing that. But number one, obviously, Minecraft on the 360, 689 hours. Only 650 of them were AD. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it's it's just taken over Xbox Live. Mass Effect weren't in that five. That's because you were split across multiple Mass Effect games, ah, I imagine. I noticed I started that on May 31st, so I've got like what three days two days to finish to say i played it all in one month well yeah mm. thought you'd already finished it no the third one i mean oh so what you started mass effect one on the 31st of may yeah like the very sort of it was something like if you can finish one. mass effect 3 just as the leap second kicks in on the 30th <laughs> of the june i'm really looking forward to the leap second i'm staying up just to experience it we're all gonna die aren't we it's what in the leap second yeah. probably not I'd say fairly unlikely. Just squished into an <laughs> infinite dot, whatever it's called. Singularity, that's the thing. We're going to get squished. I'm pretty sure the universe at large doesn't know that we're fucking around with our clocks that night. I didn't know that we... What is what is happening anyway? Do I a leap to, second. Do I have to go up to my clock and go... You've got to knock it back a second. Will my yeah. phone do this automatically? I don't probably. want to be a second out. It'll probably melt. I, yeah. The way I hear it, phones that aren't kept in concrete cases will be all right. But <laughs> your one might be able to cope it overheat. Did I tell you I broke my on itself. You broke the case. Yeah. How? Um, I don't know. I was sitting there talking <laughs> and then just moved my finger and a bit of the case came off. I need to tweet a picture of Steve's iPhone case because he's got an iPhone 4, but it looks like a phone from the 80s because it, it's basically his case has wheels and a handle so he can pull it behind him like a piece of luggage. It's just uh, one of those Otterbox ones. But um, my daughter, when I got it, my daughter was uh, always trying to play on it. And so I just encased it in plastic and rubber. What you should have done is just covered it in glue. And um, let you to stop playing on it. Yeah. Once and it so sticks to her she face can once. play on it now, and it's fine. And it's indestructible. And it's fallen down the stairs a few times. Mine has like fallen that. down the stairs, and it's Which, caseless. I mean, mine's probably cracked because it fell. It fell like not down the stairs in bump, bump, bump. It just went straight over the banister, all the way down to the and hit the bottom step. Whereas yours probably bounced down several steps, yes, which is a bit of a difference. Um, but I mean, to be fair, that's that's the damage in the corner, that one little chip. So it's barely this is any good damage for the at listeners, all. Isn't it? I'm showing it to you because you know you can say it's not a very big chip. There's no damage to his case. But it fell, it fell bloody far, and uh, it survived. I thought, thought to myself, if this is broken, Kev's gonna just laugh in my face. Yeah, um, I would. Yeah, but it was all right. Right, Aidy's shopping list this week then, and looking down it, I'm starting to suspect this might be the reason he's not here, because there's, at a rough estimate, 10,000 new games that are out this week, um, so he's probably buried under a pile of those. Um, first of which is Metal Gear Solid HD Collection on the Vita. Um, let's be fair, anyone who's got a Vita has already played Metal Gear Solid, so probably don't need it. Um, I'm not going to buy it, because it's bullshit. Storky, stealthy, crappy game. Because he loves buying the Metal Gear Solid games again and again and oh, again. Oh, he does. There he is really doing. does. Either of you two got any desire to get Metal Gear Solid on the Vita? Uh, never played Metal Gear Solid. Um, I have a desire to make some use of my Vita, but I'm not sure Metal Gear Solid is going to be it. I'm interested to see how it translates, because um, I can't imagine it's going to work very well on the Vita, but perhaps I'm wrong, perhaps it will. Um I will will let the world tell us at some point. Um, Ratchet and Clank trilogy is coming out in the PS3, um, which I understand you've been playing, Bouncy. I have indeed. I have indeed, and it it actually reminded me of why those games are so loved by PlayStation owners. It is just an ex- yeah, an exceptional example of how to do 
kind of adventure platforming and uh, of all the hd versions because they did sly the fox or whatever his name was sly the mm. raccoon or whatever um he was a knob nobody liked him he was one of those characters that sony created that nobody liked but ratchet and clank have kind of lived on and the trilogy is is in its own right it's on my must-have list for ps3 wow. games straight away is this um, the playstation 2 ones yeah it's all three of them put up uh, like upscaled and chucked on a disc like i did with tomb raider yeah. and everything else and yeah it's just it's a really nicely put together and because because it had cartoon visuals that's translated really well to a hd makeover so yeah uh, really really good and really well put together kind of polish up yeah for anyone who hasn't got enough Ratchet and Clank out of the four PlayStation 3 Ratchet and Clank games you can already play. Here's another free for you, in case you need seven Ratchet and Clank games on your PS3. Was Ratchet and Clank one of the uh, launch games on the PS3? I don't think it was, or I probably would have got it at the time. Uh, I know I've got one one game like that that I've never even looked at. Yeah, I know. I bought at launch. There, There are four of them already, and I imagine there's more being made. They're all not, none of them are bad games, but they just, there just seems to be a lot of them. And um, I kind of get the impression from when I've played them that you only really need to play one of them, probably. <laughs> you don't need to play all four. But these ones might be awesome. And um, I'll, put, I'll stick it on my love film list, probably, and check it out at some point, just because um, I like trophies, and I'm going to get some trophies on it. I just uh, don't think I've got a good enough attention span for a lot of these games, to be honest. This one, these ones are, I don't know, they're... There's not a lot of attention span to him. It's just running around as a cartoon creature. I can't even remember what it is. Is he a fox or a bear or something weird? A dog? I don't know. It's shoot, like that, shooting yeah. stuff in the face with a little robot dancing and, around. And it's three games for 30 quid as well, which is uh, three very good games for 30 quid. Not to be sniffed at. No. Spec Ops The Line is out on 360, PS3 and PC. This is the one we played, yeah. This is the one we played, and we gave away many T-shirts for it as mm-hmm. well. Um, this is the one that is set in Dubai after the big sandstorm, um, and it's all sand, sand, sand. It basically wanted to come out before Uncharted 3 and Journey, because sand's been done now. Um, but the sand in it is pretty, and um, it seemed all right. Yeah, from what I remember of it. Shooting, sending people ahead to do the shooting for yeah. you while you hired, stuff like that. Really. I can't imagine that if you've played Ghost Recon recently and you're still enjoying like some Modern Warfare and Battlefield and Sniper Elite, you, yeah, you perhaps don't need it, but if you feel the need to have another... Them, you probably own it. Yeah, well. it's uh, it's all right. I, again, it's probably a game that I'll look to rent at some point because I did enjoy the demo, um, but it's there's nothing like demanding that I go out and spend 40 quid on this tomorrow. So It's not going to be like an epic tale. Like no. Sort of several games that you're going to really, you know, it's not going to be the big AAA. It's just... But they did give us a lot of T-shirts, so we're contractually <laughs> obliged to say it's brilliant. Is this <laughs> one of those squad-based ones where you have to manage your squad? Yes. I, I stri- See, I struggle with those. If I if I can't just, like, think, oh, screw it and run off trying to kill everything the, the thing i remember about this one specifically is the execution kill stuff because when you shoot someone they don't is it when you shoot them they don't die or is it when you do a like a melee takedown they don't die instantly they lie on I the floor and then you have to do something really ridiculous to kill them and it gives you lots of fancy animations that was quite cool like you john i'm not very good at that sort of thing and i died probably 10 15 minutes into the day yeah, and, and you went on to chat by. to the man about t-shirts yeah but you did a I good job, those cheap dog, didn't you? Got a load of t-shirts. Yeah, none in my size, though. <laughs> <Didn't have it. laughs> so, yeah. That's why we had to give them away. If they'd have yeah. given them in our size, we never would have given away this axe of crap. <laughs> um, Project Zero Two is coming out on the Wii. 
I have no idea what this is. I assume you've researched it in great detail, Steve. Do they still make Wii games? I was. You know. I, well, that's the only reason I put it on the list, because I was surprised to see a Wii game. I don't know what it is. It's perhaps just some weird remake or something, or porn. It is a remake. It's there a we re- go. It's a remake of Fatal Frame 2, Crimson Butterfly, which I think came out on the original Xbox as well. It's the, it's the series of games where you fight ghosts with a camera. Um, oh, you kind of trap yeah. their souls with the camera thing. So, yeah, it's that, but remade for the Wii. Which I think it's a good control setup for a hunting ghosts with camera. <laughs> it would have been better on the Wii U, obviously, if you could have had to use kind of AR with the yeah. tablet. But uh, obviously they'll probably... I think there is talk of them doing a new one for Wii U. So it might be why they're doing this now, to kind of get the, the franchise out See there, if anyone but... cares. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Harvest Moon, The Tale of Two Towns, is coming out on the DS and the 3DS. Um Harvest Moon, I forgot, I didn't realise that still existed. Um, that's one of those games that was, that was like 10 years ago, wasn't Don't it? do you just like, live a life on it, wandering around? Yeah, pretty much. Doing jobs. Except here, there's two towns. Jesus. And I think that's probably the difference between this and the original it's Harvest Moon. It's a glorified iPhone app now, isn't it? Or a phone app. Yeah, that's why I was a bit surprised to see that it yeah. still existed and they were still shoveling crap out in this franchise. I, well, I, it did please me that it was coming out on the DS as well as the 3DS, so... Um, and the DS version is much, much cheaper than the 3DS one, so if you don't want your pretty 3D graphics, I think the actual DS version was like 13, 14 quid, mm-hmm. um, so that's rather snazzy. I haven't seen them do that before. I assume they probably are, um, but I hadn't seen it before. Shouldn't they be just doing 3DS and forcing everyone to upgrade? It's not a Nintendo role, is it? Yeah. It's not a very good business method in some ways. This it is the company that is. sells millions yeah. and millions of these damn things. <laughs> okay, yeah, fair enough. They're, they know better than me. They're a stupid but, business um, model. This is why it's so successful, because they, because people could buy a DS a year ago or now and still know they're going to be able to buy new games for it. Aren't they saying that they made a mistake with the 3DS pricing? I was, I was yeah, they made it earlier. too expensive. Yeah, so they want people to buy them, so stop making games for the defunct ones, surely. I don't know, I'm just... I don't know. You don't know. That's why you're yeah, speaking not, bullshit. <laughs> I've not got a marketing... Uh, and don't degree. we know it um, and also we've got Crash Time 4 coming out on the PS3 the 360 and the PC and I'm pretty sure this came out no more than two weeks ago um, so we didn't know what it was then and even now I'm still assuming it's like a smashing your car up type game from the name I still, I'm still, i still not interested enough to find out what it is I just don't care and it probably won't come out this time either let's move I on the, I, I just you. watched the trailer go on then shit. tell me it's it's a tie-in with a German TV series, which is Alarm for Cobra Eleven, which is like some. Under, it's a bit like the Taxi films. I don't know if you ever saw them that they got remade with Queen Latifah. Uh, it's a bit like that, but in Germany, and the police just crash cars a lot. And there's four or five games based on them. Obviously, I've I know got to play this more now. I've yeah. suddenly got a little bit interested in it. Queen Latifah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah they're, they're, I mean, I, there was. I, I'm sure if you go on Xbox Live, there is a demo for either the first or the second one. They'll, they'll pretty much sum up your experience for all of them they're not great but they, they do have something about them that kind of it's almost like the sort of thing you'd find on bravo at one o'clock in the morning <laughs> it's it that kind shit. of thing but in video game form awesome did you say it looks shit john or... yeah well it just looks like there's i can't see the point of a game where the whole point of the game is to make a explosive crash i mean right. that's great for about five minutes and then okay yeah it was great for five minutes <laughs> burnout was a good game for that though for five minutes. Mm. For five minutes, yeah. <laughs> now, I've got some bad news for you all. 
Um, there aren't any bullshit simulator games oh, out no. this week. I searched through Amazon for a good, I'd say, 40 seconds and uh, couldn't find any. Have they cancelled Forklift the... Truck Simulator 2012? Because that was being put back. It put might, back. I think it's probably been delayed another week. Oh there, there's God. polishing to be done on it, Sheepdog. Um, Got so, it, because I just finished the street cleaner one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I, you know, I was thinking, well, perhaps this week we'll have to go without a bullshit simulator of the week. But luckily, there's several other bullshit genres out there that we can have a look at. And we've been saved by the bullshit movie tie-in and the bullshit sports tie-in genres. Because we have oodles of bullshit, shitty, horrible-looking games coming out. Um, we've got a couple of movie tie-ins, um, both out on every bloody thing. Um, we've got Ice Age Continental Drift and The Amazing Spider-Man, um, which I understand Bouncy has been all over. Well, the Spider-Man one, yeah. Continental Drift can drift right off the continent, as far as I'm concerned. Um, but yeah, The Amazing Spider-Man is officially a movie tie-in, but only officially in the fact that it's got the same name and it's kind of the same character design. It's essentially a sequel to the film, so it takes place... Uh, uh, few weeks afterwards and it's kind of the fallout of everything the best way to describe it is if you take the good spider-man games from the ps2 and mix in a bit of prototype 2 you've got amazing spider-man hmm. so it's it, a sequel to a movie that's not been released yet yeah yet the that's game the has been released that that's is the odd thing odd. Uh, i was worried when i played the game that it was going to spoil the film for me a bit because obviously some movie tie-ins you just played the plot of the film and uh with this it was like straight away it said oh, well that's what happened at the end of the film i was like fucking hell rather <laughs> than wait until the end of the game to spoil the film they assumed that i would have waited um so it is a bit of an odd decision to release it in advance but that said um it's all the better for being tied into this new universe they've created because being a bit of a comic book nerd it's nice to see the characters in a new direction so it's basically what creates the lizard in the film then has knock-on effects so you've now got uh scorpion rhino vulture iguana um the rat thing i can never remember his name vermin uh all of those characters you've also got hints to other characters so there's kind of a, a little girl gets rescued by some sand it's just mentioned in the news report so it's this whole idea that the whole city has got these villains in without having to constantly hit you in the face and say oh look there's one there's another one it's all those little kind of hints mm. to build the, the world so it's it's far better than it deserves to be as it's a movie tie-in but b are the ones that have made the previous three kind of linear based spider-man games so they they have respect for the world but this is the open world sandbox style game and yeah it's it's repetitive all these games are you know you do a side mission like steve was saying about mass effect you get to a point where you can't fill a huge world with total originality all the time you're going to get a bit where like in the old spider-man goes oh i've lost my balloon i'll fetch your balloon oh i've lost my balloon i'll fetch your balloon oh me me merkins fell off i'll fetch your merkin oh my shoes got stuck in a drain hole cover i'll rescue you out of there and it's like well they're there you might as well do them mm. you know be nice and if you get spider-man get beat up his costume rips as well and he has kind of scarring and stuff, which I quite like in games. It happened in Wolverine as well. Similar thing. So, yeah, it's it's very good. It doesn't deserve to be on this list, your charlatans. Okay. I'll, I'll move it then. But can Ice Age his, can uh, stay on there. Oh, that can stay right on there. Can you unveil his, appear, um, his secret identity? That'd be quite funny. Just unveil it. They wipe out his family and friends and ruin it. Game over. You've ruined his life. Well, in the, in the game, just say, yeah. hello, I'm Spider-Man. 
Yeah, I'm, um, I'm Peter Parker. In, in the film, yeah, so say, yeah. five people find out who he is in the space of one film. So I don't think it's that vital a point anymore. Uh, isn't that, <laughs> I, I thought it was the big point of him that he kept it quiet. I'm probably mixing it up a little bit with Batman yeah, in that they all keep bit, it quiet, don't they? I mean, if you think about it logically, we're living in a day of CSI. You know, if he just goes anywhere and leaves anything behind, they're going to find out who he is. Mm. So um, it's, 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 it kind of doesn't work so much. So having people know who he is, it's because it's, it's always about Peter Parker with Spider-Man. You're more interested in him, his life, and how he has to be a hero. Whereas with Batman, you not really care about Bruce Wayne. You want to see Batman, Superman, fuck right off to the North Pole. <laughs> stay there. Yeah. Biggest, biggest dickhead in comics. He can sod right off. But Spider-Man, it's, it's it, it is Peter Parker. Is the interesting character. He just happens to be a superhero. So I think having him unmasked doesn't really hurt it. Cool. You know. Well, that's ruined me having the, the movie tie-ins on the bullshit list. But luckily, we've got some bullshit sports tie-ins. Um, we've got the official game of the London 2012 Olympics. And if that's not enough awesome for you, because um, that's out on the PS3, the 360, and the PlayStation 3. Uh, P- PC and PlayStation 3. I'll get there in the end. I know what I mean. All them consoles and that stupid box that you would do writing on. Um, we've also got Tour de France 2012 coming out on the PS3 and 360. Not to be confused with the the management game from last week um, about Tour de France. This is actual Tour de France where you get to do the bike racing yourself. I assume assume by smashing the X button on the (laughs) controller over and over again for seven or eight hours. Almost makes the management one sound like the more attractive proposition. I can't imagine how you can have an actual Tour de France game because they cycle for bloody hours. And I just don't get it. Are you literally just hammering the same button for a full Tour de France stage? Yeah, I can't imagine they bike faster so you could do a quick spurt of an hour. <laughs> it just doesn't seem right, does it? It just seems... Just save it halfway. My thumb already aches, and I've, I've been doing the thumb motion throughout talking about this game, and my thumb is already aching. With the Olympic one, I've caught, caught on... It's not even here yet, but I've caught on already that if it says the official Olympic... It's tacky bullshit. I've, I don't know if you've heard the uh, new song by Muse, the official Olympic song. It's I like Muse, and I know you like Muse, but this song is awful. It is awful, awful bullshit. Awful. And um, My missus said it was all right. <laughs> Your missus is wrong. It is awful. Oh, it's... we care. Oh, never wrong. <laughs> um, it's all just... Uh, I don't know. It's like... It's, uh, it's just Muse aren't the kind of band that you want to be talking about something big and positive. Well, the first um, thing that the first thing that came to my mind was certain, that they're all anti-establishment. Yeah. You know, they will not whatever the lyrics are. Yeah. You know, and all of a sudden they're doing this. It's just him football song kind of thing, isn't it? It's him just kind of saying, "I'm going to win, I'm going to win," with someone else in the background. Is it called Survivor or something? Survival. I can't remember now. But if it's say it is Survival, is someone else is going Survival, Survival in the background the whole song? It's terrible. I assume but that's what this game's wrong. about, is it? Well, no. I was going to say that I, because that's so bad, and there's other things that I've seen that are the official Olympic bullshit. I'm assuming that this is just, yeah, they're basically anyone who's offered them any money to be the official anything, they've just gone, yeah, It's yeah, safe yeah. to assume this is going to be shit because it's an athletics game. You don't you, need to... You argued to me a few episodes back that athletics games were very good and your daughters loved them and you always... I mean, like the Are Mario you thinking one of someone else? Like, no, this was you. 
Um, I don't remember this. So I was surprised to see it on the bullshit list because you told me that they were great fun for your kids. It might have been like 10 episodes back or something. Or but, um, perhaps never, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. probably more likely. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to find out what that stupid song's called. You can carry on with the podcast. Mario oh. and Sonic at the Olympic Games was all right, but that's because they borrowed a bit more from hypersports than all of these kind of simulations that they're trying to do, if you guys remember hypersports from back in the day. Nah, we don't remember that. Come on. We're too it's, young. It's the, it's the definitive um, athletics I'm, game. I'm, on, I'm only 22. I ain't going to remember games from yeah, that long right, ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah all right, um, mate. Shall we do the news, boys and girls? Steve's playing music on his bloody yeah, laptop. He's done now. <laughs> I just started up that stupid... Uh, I'm trying to find the horrible bit of it. But... So the news, Steve. Should we... No, okay, we'll have your song on a bit more. <laughs> bloody hell. Yeah, Shall we do the news, we, Steve? We'll do the news. Um, Nintendo have announced a console for people with massive hands. Um, the 3DS XL has been announced. Um, luckily, for those of you who like buying unnecessary peripherals, they didn't think to put the second... Uh, second analog stick on there so you can still buy a circle pad pro for it as well um it's massive have you seen pictures of this it's um (laughs) it's huge it's ridiculously big don't they normally release the huge one first and then shrinking shrinking it shrink it that's not what they did with the dsi that's what they did with a ds though no because i purposely had to go and buy an older one to get one yeah the screen didn't get any smaller they they just managed to fit it into smaller Plasticky crap. This has this looks it's got like a massive screen. DVD the screen player. on this is bigger than on the Vita. It's getting on for as big as what the um, Wii U gamepad is going to be. Almost makes me think, uh, could this be used as a Wii U gamepad? Because it's mm. nearly as big as that, and it has all the features of that pretty much, apart from NFC, I think. Um, but it's it's a bit frustrating. It's so soon after the 3DS came out. We're looking at what a year ago the 3DS came out, and they were already bringing out this big fat one that I look at and think, yeah, I'd rather have that one. Um, but why didn't they stick the, the right analog stick on it? What are they thinking? Because this is going to be massive with the Circle Pad Pro stuck on the back of it. Huge. They probably, I mean, looking at it, they need to have the bigger second screen. So there probably just wasn't room, which sounds silly because it's massive. But to fit the same size bottom screen on, it looks like they couldn't fit it. I can't imagine who's going to be buying this because... Uh, nerds have, all, have already got a 3DS and surely aren't going to upgrade to this one. And um, non-nerds will just buy the existing one, won't they? Am I, miss, am I missing Depends. something? There's people like me who have to wait because I can't afford it. So if I was to get one... So you're now going to buy this big, fat, expensive one? I'm not going to run get... out and buy it because it exists. But if I ever decide to go get a 3DS, out of the two, I'm getting the big one. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. Just out of a warning to you, uh, the screen resolution is exactly the same uh-huh. as the regular 3DS. So all it's done is it's 90% bigger. So it's those that size is just 90% stretched, which is you know that that worries me. I, I would yeah, liked yeah. it if I'd have liked it if they'd have done something, actually make it bigger, but actually make it as high resolution. And like I say, if you put the, the second circle pad on there, made the top screen the same kind of decent resolution it won't be terrible the, the dsxl or dsixl wasn't terrible but it's just that when you're looking at a 3d visual you want mm-hmm. it as clear a clarity as possible what i don't want is oh there you go it's slightly blurry and a bit fuzzy for you let's make it 90 percent more blurry and fuzzy well you put which, me right off that then yeah yeah regular <laughs> the, the regular i adore I, I would recommend a 3ds to anybody just as a because it's a handheld that you can buy five games for and, and be content but um the xl at the moment as it stands there's just not enough there 
to warrant the jump really and and obviously the price is going to drop on the older one so it's then even more frugal to buy the smaller more portable as well yeah i was going to say you can't fit this one in a bag when you said five five games uh there, I, I assume you went on launch day with your grand in hand. <laughs> and they, you know what? They've learned their lesson now, so they just had five games. <laughs> well, I said um, that what Nintendo have done brilliantly is, is with the Wii, they got that reputation of so many crappy shovelware titles thrown at it. The same with the DS. With the 3DS, there hasn't been quite as many. Or at least if there has, they just it's harder to program for it or something it seems to be holding them still on the ds at the moment um but you've got things like you've got coming up you've got paper mario new super mario brothers 2 uh, mario tennis so i mean a lot of mario uh the remake of zelda there's some really really great portable gaming and a really good online store as well with some great retro stuff but it's just it's the problem is it's hiding behind a gimmick that some people don't see as attractive and what they should see is this is a great nintendo console that's very portable and has some great features on it and that that gimmick is almost a barrier to it whereas with the vita a lot of people say well there's a lot of gimmicks on it it's got touchscreen i don't like touchscreen it's like well it's a great little device regardless of what tech it's got chucked on top of it you know it's the screen on the vita alone just the clarity and the the kind of that oled screen is just incredible and that that's enough for me to say that's what i'd rather play my ps1 downloads on i'd rather play it on that than on the ps3 because the screen's you know friendlier for it so yeah it's, it's it's a great device but realistically this just stinks of oh i know let's try and make some money out of a slightly larger device and and make it only suitable for people those wankers that carry a briefcase around with them <laughs> and they can shove it in the size like there you go stick that in there with your ipad and your bloody microsoft surface and your android tablet and every other extra large version of every console you have to own because you're such a wanker yeah, so so Steve, if you want to be one of those wankers, I'm not going to stand in your way, but I don't think you're one of those wankers, you know? Oh, I'm not so sure. <laughs> um, Nintendo are also giving us a, a beautiful promise when it comes to the Wii U, um, at, just after they're trying to rip us all off by making us all buy new DSs, and they are saying they're promising a reasonable price for the Wii U. <laughs> That's nice uh, and fuzzy. Yeah, they're not telling us what a reasonable price is. I'm not sure if they mean reasonable for us or reasonable for them. Um, they said the break-even price is 240 quid. Yeah, so it's going to be, what, 500 yeah. So they can make their <laughs> usual stupid profit on it. Um, I, I still think that that's too much for what it's going to be. Yeah. Um, I, I don't want to be paying... I mean, 300 quid for it, I'm thinking... <clears throat> it's not money. Don't know yeah, if I that. For a week. Yeah. For something that's going to be fun for a year. We do get sucked into it, though, don't we? Oh, I mean, I'll still I was, buy it. Yeah, I mean, I I haven't used my my Wii only comes gets on when the, when my nephew comes around, and then I just get frustrated playing Mario Kart with him. Mm. I'll still I'll still buy it, but it's I know full well as soon as the real consoles come out that I'll just play them and ignore it completely. So I don't. When they're over three hundred pounds, you'll be going, yeah, that's fine because it's so good. But <laughs> this one, you're kind of like. Argh. Is it backwards compatible? Do you know? Do we know yet? I assume it probably it's will just be. Just going to be a GameCube again, isn't it? It, the thing with what they do do well, I think, is that you know if you've got the if, if you've got the Wii, you've got a GameCube as well, mm. and if you've got a Wii U, you've got a, you, hopefully you've got a Wii and a GameCube as well in the bargain. It's just you know it's incremental improvements and extra functionality, and on that basis, it's you know it's not a bad deal if you're using it. But who is using it? Because you know I listened to 
you guys read on the forums, and there's no discussion about Wii games at all. They're just not being used. Exactly. Well, we'll all shout out our money in a few months' time and get one anyway, I imagine. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm quite interested to know what they mean by reasonable price, but I'm sure all will become clear in the coming months. Um, Steve, can I spoil Mass Effect 3 for you? I'd rather you didn't. What are you going to do if I do? Um... Can't think of anything exactly. Um, <laughs> um, the big headline, obviously, the extended cut came out this week. I haven't been asked to download it and actually play through Mass Effect 3 again. I've just watched it on YouTube, seen my ending, and thought it was better before um, because now you're just taking away all the bits that I used my imagination for and was quite satisfied with, and told me that the bits that I was satisfied with I was actually wrong about, and it's all gone to shit. So it's kind of ruined that a little bit for me. They, they have now added another option um, at the ending, so there's an extra bit of decision you can make, um, and there's extended endings for anyone One thing who wants them. I will ask is, is this being foisted upon me? I assume so. Because uh, as I said earlier, I've literally I started it yesterday or the day before, mm. so I would would like to get to the end, see what all you lot got upset about. I didn't. And then maybe because I, I was hoping I could complete it like save it just before the end complete it and then download the extra bit mm. and play the end again because I mean like the ending for Mass Effect 2 I forgot to say before was a piece of piss and I, I mean I really enjoyed it but what a piece of piss I just strolled through it and then when I realised I made a mistake I went back and did it again and it, mm. and it, it, it took me like Ten minutes, whereas the night before it had taken me half an hour because I was so nervous, thinking anything I do wrong here is mm-hmm. completely going to affect Mass Effect Three for me. Whereas when I knew what I, but anyway, so I'm thinking the ending um, should I'll probably be willing to do it more than once, and I'd rather have the option to just see what annoyed mm. people and what didn't annoy you and then see what their answer to that was. What we're going to do in a week or two when you finished it, we're going to after the end music has rolled, we'll stick on a little bit of a Mass Effect 3 spoiler cast jobby because I'm fed up with telling people that I like it but not explaining why and I also want to explain why I don't quite like it so much now that they've tried to make me like it more we could either do that at the end or we could do a separate We'll think we, of something, we'll I'm sure. Because we don't, I don't want to leave it on and people don't realise and we go, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. And they well, anyone who doesn't realise while we're doing that deserves to have it spoiled. <laughs> they sleep on the train and they wake up to us telling them how the end of the game is. I yeah. don't know, just, it's better to keep it separate, isn't it? But anyway. Mm, I don't know, it's better to ruin it for people. I quite enjoy <laughs> that. Um, so yeah, the new endings are out. Go and play them, although if you're like me, you probably won't. You'll just watch them on YouTube. Um <laughs> Infinity Blade is Epic's most profitable game ever. This is Epic of Unreal Tournament and Gears of War and all these other big snazzy games. Their iPad app is their most profitable game ever mm-hmm. in terms of man hours for development against what they've actually made from the game. Um, should we be worried as nerdy gamers that companies are going to see stuff like this and think, make nice. the make the cheap little mobile phone apps and make more money with less investment. And Only the uh, twatty little knobs will, like knobby yeah. companies that cut corners anyway. They're, the ones who are really suffering and trying to struggle to survive, they'll be the ones that leap ship. The ones who are just doing a good job and making a fortune anyway. Mm. So if anything, if that is going to happen, it will clear the decks, in my opinion. 
I don't like it when we might see played. better iOS games because they've got less of a mm. stress to try and keep up with the big boys. Perhaps uh, companies like, I forget the name of the Kingdom's Ramalur developer, perhaps they won't need to take out $75 million loans <laughs> to develop their game. They could have just done it as an iPhone app. And, the kind of companies uh, that waste time making all these simulators, they could just make... They don't waste time, Steve. <laughs> they give us 10 minutes of gold every week. Yeah. Don't they, they make loads of money, though? Oh, oh yeah. Doing really loads well. of money. What, was it... We read a thing about it, didn't we, when I interviewed the guy, and he said, yeah, yeah people just seem to lap it up. But um, they could just stick them on apps, and it would save them a fortune. Hmm. Um, Walking Dead, episode two. I'm angry. <laughs> because I got the season pass for this on the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Because I think when episode one came out, it was out on the PlayStation a day earlier than yeah. it was on the 360. So I thought, right, I'm all over that, and I'm getting the season pass as well. So I'm desperate to play it. And here I am on Thursday night. It's been out on the Xbox since yesterday. Came out on the PC today. And the last time I checked, it's out on the PlayStation at some point. I uh, still need to complete the first one. I'm waiting for my wife to be in the mood to play the game so that I can finish it. But um, I'll be quite happy going straight on to the next one. (laughs) I wish I hadn't bought the season pass. Because I now want to buy the season pass on the 360. But the thing is, at the time... Um, on the 360, there'd been how Microsoft had messed them around with the Wallace yeah, and Gromit it was one. Yeah, take long, wasn't it? Um, so, why can't they just make episodic gaming bloody work? It's so annoying. I want to play episode two. Don't I love this. Don't normal companies make the game and then just stick it all on like a server and it just have a time release? Isn't it that? They're not making it now, are they? No, it's all made, yeah, as far I mean, as I know. Yeah, I'd be but it's, it's Sony that are pissing around with it, well, from what I can tell. Yeah, I suppose they couldn't have really uh, waited the whole thing. But it just seems odd. When, when they got the first one on, Sony should have let them... It just makes me think, why not just stick it all on a bloody disc and let me pay 40 quid for it, yeah. rather than the 15 quid or whatever it was I paid for the season pass. I'd have paid 40 quid for a full retail version of what would have amounted to, what, a 10-hour game? Feature the episodes is a couple of hours. I'd have paid full retail for it, just because it would have been awesome. And it had Walking Dead on the cover. Mm. Um, and at least I'd have bloody played the damn thing now. Instead of hearing all you Xbox bastards saying how oh, you're playing it and all that crap, and I just want to get my filthy hands on it. I'm tempted to buy the whole damn thing again, but if, uh, the problem is it takes your decisions from episode one into episode yeah. two. So to do that, I'd have to replay episode one, and I don't replay games. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not happy. I'm going to go and... It'll be there, you impatient swine. Just sit and relax. I want to play it now! Hopefully, what will probably happen, because the Xbox one was delayed, and now it's the PS3 one, episode three will probably come out a week earlier on PS3 and a week late on the Xbox. It'll all even out. You'll probably get to episode six before the rest of us do. It'll just well, if I make it to episode six, I deserve a prize because there's only five right. episodes. <laughs> episode five, then. Um, but yeah, it'll be fine. Sheepdog, brace yourself. Resistance, which I know is one of your favourite franchises on the PlayStation. Sony are done with it. <gasps> They've had enough. Free PlayStation 3 games. A Vita game that only came out two weeks ago. <laughs> And uh, which must have done bloody well for him to come out with this announcement. <laughs> yeah, we've had enough resistance now. We ain't to bother anymore. We're done. Um, do does anyone care? You don't companies say stuff like that to see how many of you go no? And when <laughs> I think does. the problem with this is no one's done yeah. that. Everyone's gone. Eh. <laughs> yeah, resistance sits atop my pile of shame for my uh, PS3 launch day stuff, along with Ratchet and Clank or whatever it was. <laughs> Just, I haven't even I haven't even turned it on. 
I haven't even tried it. Probably in its wrapper still. Brilliant. It's an awful game. Um, is it really that bad? The, the original Resistance is... Um, Anna was saying to me, she went into HMV early in the week and got Resistance 1 and 2 for a tenner. And um, she did an hour on the first Resistance and just sent me a text saying, yeah, that's a really bad game. Um, and I, oh, I told you so. Said it was shit. It was one of my. It was the reason I didn't play my PS3 for eighteen months. I got that and Motorstorm on launch. Thought they were both shit, and just basically turned the PlayStation off yeah. and put it away again. I'm with you there, mate. I even even when when I got my 3D TV, I got sucked into buying the extra bit for Motorstorm or the second version of Motorstorm. <laughs> I had the 3D support just to try it. Played it for about five minutes. Thought this is shit. Yeah. Never gone back. I apparently Resistance Two is much better though. Um, and Resistance 3 again is better and the, the demo for the Vita one seemed fine as well so it seems they were finally starting to get it right um, but I still don't think anyone really cares because um, it was never that big um, and yeah, who cares bye bye Resistance we'll miss they you lots want an example of I just uh, think about um, recently loads of companies seem to be doing that we're dropping so and so and I was reading that um, you know, like Breaking Bad and AMC and Walking Dead and all that. Mm. In America, there's some companies saying, like, if you subscribe to this version of Sky over there, you're losing that channel soon. And people are going mental. That has caused, like, internet storms in America. And you, you look at this where we're just going, Meh, and you think Sony probably, if they are trying to drum up some interest, they've dropped a bit of a bollock there because they could have probably just kept quiet and no one would have ever noticed it was gone. <laughs> there's no under. Is there an underlying storyline that a lot of fanboys are going to get up in arms and start accusing them of false I, advertising I don't think and so. such nonsense? No, I think it's done. Um, it, they did their they did their trilogy. I'm pretty sure it's done. No one really cared when Resistance Three came out. I don't think. Uh, so yeah, I'm sure. No loss then. Yeah, exactly. Um, it, it, that was kind of the kind of the gist of what I got from the internet at large when I was researching it. That it was one of those times where everyone was just like, eh, whatever. Right, we've got some rumours and release dates. Half-Life 2 Episode 3, there has been some content art leaked. Sorry, um, concept art leaked. Um, I assume this is still not coming out anytime soon. Um, and if it does, it'll just be for you PC losers initially. I need to play Half-Life, never played it, other than about 10 minutes wandering around with a crowbar in my hand. <laughs> and then I found Counter-Strike and oh, that do me. Apparently these images are from 2008, so it's not new. <laughs> They're just old images that some website has released that might not be real, and Valve haven't said so. Hmm. And the company has said, we wouldn't just do it to... Get, get people to join our site our, our servers are down that's how much it's hit us and you're thinking yeah you did <laughs> you just put it out there to draw attention we should do this yeah, I, know. I, I was reading it <laughs> thinking right we need to have Half-Life 3 and 4 pictures yeah. to let people come to our site why don't we put pictures of Resistance 4 on there oh that'll get the whole Resistance fan base just yeah, flocking exactly. to our door um, yeah. there was a great there was a great uh, thing on the internet last week where somebody had put on their website Half-Life 3 pictures and underneath was three pictures from Half-Life <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and they saw huge huge spikes in traffic because obviously people were searching for it so if you, if you do want to be a bit kind of down that devious route that worked for him so, that is yeah. genius should we do Shenmue 3 pictures yeah we will 3. we'll so. cut this out this bit ain't going out we're doing Shenmue 3 pictures that's ge- oh we're doing that do that now you don't talk for 10 minutes while you're sticking out on our website young man 
Um, Little Big Planet Karting. Beta registrations are now open. I registered for mine earlier on today. I assume I shall get overlooked like I was for the Vita version of this, and it will be handed to people who aren't international media personalities just ahead of me. Um, but yeah, that, if anyone wants to give that a try, the registrations for that are open. There's links to that all over the interwebs. Talking of the Vita version of Little Big Planet, you pre-order that, you can get Bioshock costumes for it. So I'm going to have to pre-order it now because I want Bioshock costumes for Sackboy. Because... Isn't that a strange tie-in? I don't know. Where's the link there? I remember playing through Bioshock on Little Big Planet which was awesome. There was a brilliant um, user-generated level. Um, they, they've got quite, Sony have got some kind of deal with Bioshock at the moment, haven't they? Because the Big Daddy is one of the characters in bullshit, oh, all-star, yeah. slapping each other in the head or whatever it's called. Um, so they've got Big Daddies in there. So they've obviously... They, there's something going on between Sony and Bioshock. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it seems, it's their game. Well, last year at E3, they had Ken Levine announce the special Vita version of Bioshock, didn't he? He made a big deal out there of making a Bioshock game from the ground up for the Vita. Mm. So I suppose as well that ties in to keep that partnership. But with Little Big Planet, they've chucked loads of stuff. I mean, there's there's Metal Gear Solid stuff. There's the Muppet Show, Pirates of the Caribbean, Assassin's Creed. Exactly. So if it's if it's popular they're making sure it's somewhere in the game so you can make your own levels for that i mean i've spent ages with the muppets just love that just playing as the muppets even just jumping about i just kind of slapping my children around that was fine you do it as a muppet it suddenly feels less guilty you then, know? yeah then they played little big planet yeah um maybe that's just as far as they got with this vita ground up um bioshock game just one costume for sackboy <laughs> So, yeah, I was but, surprised. Yeah, I was surprised it wasn't at E3 this year. But that's that seems to be the way that Irrational do their games. They don't seem to make too much. They didn't show anything really of Bioshock that much uh, at E3. So, but it's a new version of Bioshock that would make me pick up my Vita uh, and play it on the box. <laughs> um, but I mean, shamefully, as someone who you know, promotes himself as some kind of video gamer, I've never played Little Big Planet. And oh, that's oh. that's got to be shameful. And the and the reason is. Because I never turn my PS3 on. I was going to say, you've had opportunities to have this game for free multiple times now. It was one of the games I gave away for free with all the fuss when they got hacked. You could have had it for free then. Could I? Oh, I yeah, so. You can now have Little Big Planet 2 as part of your PlayStation Plus membership. Well, I think I'm going to have to look into that PlayStation 2 and start. I've got to finish uh, Journey first and then I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll look into that. Sounds good, yeah. but I'm going to have to upgrade my hard drive. Get on that, sir. Um, Steve. Pokemon Black and White two. is out on the 12th of October. Yeah, two out on the thing. I don't care because um, it's Pokemon. I don't understand this because when they release them normally, they release a new game and part of the reason why anyone who likes it runs out and buys it is because they they're losers. sat there and they've drawn 100 new monsters and they sort of go, oh, you can go catch all of these. And I, Part of what drew me to it was always thinking, oh, I wonder what this old one I remember seeing when I was sort of 14 how that evolves now what have they made it evolve into this time as a cynical cash in um but what they did on the last one was say right we've got a whole new lot that aren't connected to the old ones in any way none, none of them are evolved from any of them and they've done a sequel to it and i'm just having a quick look to double check this but as far as i'm aware there are no new pokemon in it at all there's some new forms like the old ones will look slightly different or have slightly different things happen if you do something to them. But um, it's literally the same game, same world, with a couple of different areas added into it and a bit of an update. And you kind of think, well, that's for a game that's only been out 
I don't know, is it? It's not even been out a year, has it? I don't really know. No, it's been out a while. It's a couple of years, I suppose. But for just just to do a sequel to that and not add anything to it just seems shocking. I mean, they'll sell it as a full I trial. still find it shocking that more than one Pokemon game has ever been released. Well, it's because they're all set in different re- regions. So they all have different animals in different regions. Shut up. And, um, Shut up. Yeah. Guild Wars 2. Oh. Good. We're, I'm not letting <laughs> anyone else talk about Pokemon because it's awful. Good. That's his category. <laughs> Guild Wars 2 for you PC losers. We didn't say when that was out, by the way. Yeah, I did. I said 12th of October. Oh, okay. Guild Wars Looking 2 is Looking out on the 28th of August. Um, as, a, as a newly found PC nerd fantasy type who fancies an MMO RPG or whatever it is, um, I really like the look of this. This um, is the one that costs a bloody fortune, isn't it? It's like yeah, but it's a one-time only. It's a one-time yeah. only thing. It's so I, I, when you say it's a fortune, it's what like fifty quid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, people people even need to sell their cars to pay for this game. <laughs> Remortgaging left, right, and centre. Uh, it's not even that much more expensive than Diablo, which was I paid forty-five for it. Download from Blizzard. So you pay sixty quid, and then you've got an MMORPG that you can play. For. Yeah, there's there's no subscription. Like WoW's about nine quid a month or yeah. something like that I mean I'm talking about this as if I know something about it but I don't but um, <laughs> Guild, yeah but Guild Wars 40-50 quid or whatever it is and, and, and there's no subscription and everything I've seen about it looks really interesting like good good combat good quests you know they seem to it seems to be an evolution from what I can tell of away from this stupid go and collect six four ribs and deliver it to this guy and I think more Something a lot more meaty. I mean, I only know about. You can't get meatier than boar ribs. Come on, man. Oh, <laughs> but um, yeah, but so yeah, it, it looks great, and um, <clears throat> I'm hoping that uh, the forum's um, forum population gets on this and we uh, get something good going because it looks really good, and because it's it's like ma- massive PvP, so you've got big faction wars, big team wars across a, a large scale. It looks great. Really good. It says a lot about you PC losers that such a massive game is coming out in August when everyone who has a life is outside enjoying themselves. Yeah. What I was going to say was um, it sounds like <laughs> such a big game, and then like the article that we were looking at about it, they could have anything they want to advertise what a big game this is, and instead they've drawn a picture of a strawberry with a mouth and just written yes next to it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'll put that on the forum if anyone wants to see it. It is just a strawberry with yes written next to it, and it's smiley. And he just Brilliant. think, can I not have had a screenshot or anything? It's a bit bizarre. Um, is there not any information about it at all? Some people might want to know more. Ah, but ah. It, it, it's 2012, isn't it? There's so much information about it, so much stuff on YouTube. They don't need to. This is a highly... They only need a strawberry saying yes. Mm, I suppose it makes me want to know more about it. The, the strawberry approves. They've worked. There we are. It's worked. Um, do you like playing video games, people? Yes. Not really. Do you like drinking beer? Not really. Do you like combining those two things together? Yes. I thought you did. You're a gamer expo. We've been plugging it quite a lot um, for the last what, three months since we decided we were going and we're all going down on the Sunday and we've got our piss up on the Saturday night. Um, we're apparently going to Reading for a football match on the Saturday <laughs> oh, afternoon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. if I get round to... <laughs> if I sort something now. Yeah. Can't you bring the ball to London? <laughs> no, I... Isn't it easier to carry a ball under your arm I, than I... to move us all to, to Reading? Where are you going to find a pitch in London? 
<laughs> White Hart Lane. <laughs> oh, right, they just let anyone out. Well, they do. I'll actually, email don't the they? club. Yeah. Um, we could try. I don't see why we can't just go to Reading. We're all in London for the weekend. Let's go to Reading for a game of football. Yeah, I'm up for that. I was just messing around. I, yeah. I only said Reading because. Because you live there. And it's legal. Yeah, I don't know where the parks are. <laughs> I'll, I'll put someone on the see if I can get some. Uh, See if I can get some interest, but uh, I'll email if we can get enough. And see if they'll give us their pitch for a fiver. They're poor, aren't they? Mm. If um, if a game of football in Reading and a piss up in London isn't enough reason to get you to come and join us at Eurogamer Expo and perhaps buy a mature gamer T-shirt to wear while you're there, here's some more reasons for you, Sheepdog. I've got a list of games that have so far been announced that you will be able to play at the Eurogamer Expo we'll be while there you're too. there. People will get to meet us. That's a good reason. That really probably isn't going to sell it to people. Carry I've on. already said we'll be there because we're going to be playing these games. You're going to be able to play Tomb Raider. You're going to be able to play mm. Hitman Absolution, mm. Resident Evil 6, mm. some kind of Devil May Cry game, I think. Mm. Um, Lost Planet 3, mm. Assassin's Creed 3, mm. Far Cry 3, mm. Just Dance 4, Ooh. and Rocksmith. Yay! So that's awesome. There's lots of good games there. Um, so if you like. It's almost like it's a game convention. I know. But that's that's a lot of games. We can play Rocksmith again. <laughs> Have you played it? We had a quick go on it at Gadget Show Live. Broke um, it. Yeah, broke it. The guitar broke. And then I've got a feeling there's only one Rocksmith guitar in existence. Because we had a go on it at Gadget Show Live. Broke the guitar. And yeah, then it got delayed by another three months. <laughs> so <laughs> I think we broke the guitar they were developing the game on. And we ruined it. But this, is what, it, this game has been out in America for over a year already. And it's still constantly getting delayed here. And it's six months after the last show that we got to play a demo of it at, we get to go to another show and play a demo of They've it. they be licensing it. then, though, wouldn't it? Uh, Song licensing. David Cameron, this... he said, if, if one Englishman breaks a string on that, you can't sell it here, and we just stole it. This is the game, though, that you can use any electric guitar with. Yes, plug it into your console, and in theory, it teaches you how to play your guitar. I mean, when we... It, the, the bit that fascinated me, which is always my struggle when I learned to play a guitar, is that it actually tunes it for you as well. So you can stand there twanging it and tune your guitar according to what you see on your telly. And just yeah. that was always the first step to, <laughs> that prevented me from learning to play a guitar. I just couldn't tune the damn thing. Yeah. So if nothing else, it will tune my guitar. No, I'm um, looking forward to this just so I can get some use out of my guitar and get my fat fingers on the on the frets and see if I can actually play the guitar. Well, David Cameron I, won't let you until he knows it's no, safe. I can't. I assume we're going to get lots more games announced for Eurogamer over the coming months as well. Um, but yeah, I have checked on the site this evening. There are still tickets available for the Sunday. So if you want to come down, see how bald Steve is in real life, meet the gnome, which has had its foot glued back on, have a drink with us, have a game of football in Reading, and um, just generally enjoy the company of me. And then Tolerate get yourself me. a ticket, mm. come down, and it'll all be it's super be done. Deeper. The bigger the group we have there, the better the uh, dance-off will be. Well, that's the thing. We're, we're ch- going to challenge some of the other podcasts to dancing. Um, we, we, we'll, we'll happily call you out. Um, you know, um, any any of you, we'll, we'll just take you on. I'm You've think, got a GCSE in it, haven't you? Yes. So um, any, any podcast that wants a dance-off against us, um, we're, we're up for that. We'll dance Bring you. Bring it. We'll dance you all the way to Reading, bitches. Um, If you want to come play football and all, if you're listening, yeah. Ah, that'd be good, wouldn't it? We should get some non-gaming podcasts to come and play football with us. You know where we are, you know, because we're obviously in the games and hobbies section on iTunes. One of the 
podcast that's always above us is Gardner's Question I was Time. Say, Radio Four. Shall we take on Gardner's Question Time at football or dance off? Which do you reckon they'd be worse at? Football. Yeah, they strike me as good dancers. Oh, no, they're always outside. Got some questions for you. Well, not just for you, Steve. Well, in fact, of the people I'm addressing now, they were only originally meant for you and me and him who's normally here. Um, so they kind of are for you, but these two can answer them too. So, you know, yeah. we'll spread, share the wealth out a little bit. Um, starting with where we basically got to last week, we've got like 40 of these questions already sat there now. Um, so please keep them coming in, but we are sort of working for our backlog. So if yours doesn't get read out immediately, you're not being ignored. You're just on the list somewhere. So just keep getting them in. We'll keep adding you to the list. So starting off with Connor from Colorado, which I understand is in the United States of America, mm. um, which is weird that you're listening there. I don't it's really awesome. get that. I don't know, don't know how you can understand Steve. <laughs> um, his question, um, pretend you lost your entire game collection. You could only buy three per month. What three games would you buy first and why? Steve. Um, and if you say Mass Effect 1, 2 and 3, fuck off out of my house. <laughs> at, the moment, <coughs> at the moment, that is pretty much all I'm playing. Uh, if he means of all time, like... Yeah, you've got no games, so you can only buy three games. Your entire game collection is gone. I've forgotten them all, I assume. Because if I've... Well, no! <laughs> if I'm why, like... do, why are you at... <laughs> because if someone walks into my house now and steals every game i've got and i've completed them all yeah i'll just go eh, only buy new games i'm not replacing well, that, that's your answer to the bloody question <laughs> um, what three games you buy in this month you can buy another three next month and the month after you've got no games out, but um if what i, if I forgot question. every game i'd ever played no that's not what the question is okay well i just i just chalk it up to experience buy an alarm do an insurance claim. Well, so you're not buying any game? I wouldn't, I wouldn't replace games we've already played. <laughs> Jesus. Whose game collection before we started this podcast was like two games that I was playing there and then because I play them and sell them. Play them, sell so you're not, them. To, be, to be fair, Steve, it is a daft question. Which would you buy only three per month? Sorry, sorry, Connor. If you could buy three games, you're only allowed three games for the rest of your life, what would you play? Oh, three games per month. So what do you buy in your first month so, when you're yeah. starting from nothing? Makes more sense. What would you buy, John? You're attacking the poor man. <laughs> what would you buy? What? Like, three games. Or are you refusing, like, moron no, pace? No, I'm not saying, like, I, I, Final Fantasy VII, I'd buy uh, Red Alert 2, and I would buy... Um, I'd get a Mass Effect trilogy box Steve, just so I could finish a damn series. Do you currently own either of those first two games? Uh, yes. Really? Well, not, not Final Fantasy VII, actually. No. No. So you didn't really understand the question, well, did you? <laughs> oh, I Mass Effect trilogy, smart-ass. <laughs> John, what would you buy? I would buy Diablo, because I'm not very far through that. Uh, Diablo 3, that is. Because there's... Um, I-, I never thought I'd enjoy a game which was... Which you have four different characters, and you have, and there's five different difficulty levels all the other way around, which means you're going through the same game 20 times. Yet somehow this game makes me want to do it. <laughs> so I'd get Diablo 3, clicking, just clicking mouse all the way. Brilliant. Um, oh, it's got to be something with longevity in it. The, 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 your go-to game, Battlefield, probably Battlefield Bad Company 2, if the server's still running for that. Because I personally think that's better than Battlefield 3. Certainly more fun. And, um, oh, I don't know. Someone I can play with you, boys. 
Left for Dead. Bouncy, what are your three? I'd cheat. I'd have the Sega Mega Drive collection, because there's 40 <laughs> games straight away. The Orange <laughs> yeah, Box, because the Orange Box will give me Half-Life, Portal, and Team Fortress. So again, you know, that's that's three for one. And uh, Game Boy Tetris, you know, obviously, because <laughs> everybody can survive on that. That's a good question now. What's your answer, Smartass? Um, I would just buy the games I'm currently playing. I'd have Skyrim, so I could carry on with Dawn Guard. Um, I would probably get Halo, because I'm nearly finished that, and I want to get it finished. And then as my extra one, I'd probably get FIFA just because I could play that for a month. If I'm not allowed a new one, I could just sit playing FIFA. Simples. And um, League of Legends because you don't have to pay for it. No. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah, why not? Can I just add as well, uh, Connor from Colorado? If you're not on the forum as Conorado, can you sign up now as Conorado, please? <laughs> right. Sorry, Connor, saying it was a stupid question. It turned out to be a good one. That's my bad. <laughs> Although some people still didn't fully understand it. Um, <laughs> next question um, from Steve T. Is that your brother? No. No, but we'll have to change his name to Jimmy T. Okay, Jimmy T. Um, when aimlessly roaming on an open world type game, what's the oddest thing you've found? Um, normally with NAF all to do with the plot, mine would be the bubble gun in Just Cause 2. Have you found anything weird wandering around an open world game? Um... I don't really wander around them. I just follow the map to get to the next checkpoint, so I can't really answer this one. I don't, I don't wander aimlessly. It makes me angry. There was a lot of weird glitches in uh, Red Dead that you could see some odd things happen. People flying or animals doing random things and stuff like that. Um, part of this, I mean, the Mass Effect 2 side bits that went off on a mad tangent... Some of them are really odd. I mean, that, as I said, that ship one was just bizarre because it was just some crappy ship irrelevant to the plot out in the middle of nowhere. I don't know what I achieved by walking around on that and leaving. So, yeah, that's probably one of them. But um, anything from you two while I ponder a little bit more? Um, well, Minecraft, bloody gold mine for it. Cows spinning in trees and all sorts mm. of stuff. But uh, in Diablo 3, I found someone's leg warts leg or something like that which was a <laughs> shit weapon but I kept it for some reason I think it's got something to do with getting into some secret level I <laughs> don't know but someone's dismembered leg Bouncy? I, I like finding rubber ducks in games they're in there more often than you'd think uh, the first one I think I remember it was Crackdown there was something Crackdown up on the rooftops near the swimming pools and then they had the grenades you could use but since then I mean the DLC for Sniper if you pre-order it, you can shoot ducks as part of one of the missions, and they're rubber ducks as well. So yeah, I always keep a keen eye open for rubber ducks. And why wouldn't you? Um, right, the next one is from Vimesy74. Um, if you could implement one law of gaming, what would it be? And he gives us some examples, such as no snipers in multiplayer games, no day one DLC, every game must have a colour blindness setting, which he's put in there just for me, because he loves me. Um, so, Steve, law of gaming, what you got? John, Law of Gaming, what you got? Uh, Bouncy, Lord of, Ga- Lord, Lord of Gaming. Jesus, I've just made you the Lord of Gaming. <laughs> and that's official now. Damn it, Kev. You can't use these title-giving powers. 
any laws of gaming anyone. I like As the colour blind. Now before the Lord of Gaming, I dictate that all role playing games should have an intelligence test. <laughs> kick the stupid people out of games generally. Yeah, no okay. driving around a track backwards in yeah, a, in fours of four or something like that. Oh I love doing that and making oh, roadblocks. There we as go, well. Kev, Jesus. <laughs> ban Kev from games. That's yeah. what I'd do, I'd ban Kev from uh... It's probably best. Say that. Um, I'd like them to allow you to skip stuff if you like, not part of the game, but every single video or cutscene <laughs> or any time where anyone's talking, you should be allowed to just have the button called the fuck off button, where you just press it <laughs> and it just goes to the next point in the game. Because sometimes I'll be really bad at a boss, and I mean, you, I thought the problem was getting better in that. Most games now do have a skip thing. I mean, Mass Effect, I can just press X and it skips whatever I'm doing. And more often than not, I'll get in a conversation and, you know, it gives you like 20 options you can have with people after the fifth one. I think you're not really saying anything interesting. So I'll just X through the conversation really quickly and it'll tell me at the end if I've got a mission for you. And I'll read what the mission is and then I'll establish the, the plot from that. Um, so every game should have a skip the bullshit bit. I'm having the colourblindness one. I think that's brilliant. If there was a colourblindness setting on games, I wouldn't be as shit at games as I am. <laughs> yes, you would. I wouldn't. I, I mean, it was when I was playing Infamous. No, Infamous 2. Um, and I, on all the baddies have got like big red circles above them. And I was sat there, Anna's next to me, saying, go on, get those baddies. Can't see the baddies. They're right there in front of you. I genuinely couldn't see these baddies because they were red. And it's ridiculous. And yeah, colourblindness setting. I'm all over that. I'll have I'll have that definitely. That's Can you mine. see my laptop, Kev? That's red. Yeah, I'm just you don't understand how colour I do, I work, do understand. I just fancied being Grow some hair. <laughs> um, Robbie Roo, what's your proudest gaming moment? I'm going to come to John first because Steve looks confused again. Proudest I, gaming moment. I rarely finish games because I've got the attention span of a gnat. But thinking about it just off the top of my head the first kind of adventure game that i ever completed and i felt pretty chuffed myself is an old game called little big adventure from years and years and years ago it was a great game at the time thinking of going back and revisiting because i understand you can get that on good old games great game check it out um yeah awesome finishing that lord of gaming um what's your proudest moment aside from being pronounced the lord of gaming yeah, that was all right, I suppose. Uh, no, but the best bit for me, it wasn't actually while playing a game as such. I went to a retro convention, and um, there was like the people that created the Dizzy games were going to be there, and the guy who produced Goldeneye for the N64 was going to be there, the people that made Dungeon Keeper were going to be there. So I thought, I've got to get their autographs. So I took my white Guitar Hero 2 controller and a Sharpie, and I got them all to sign it <laughs> one by one. So I have a one-off signed by kind of people who were popular in the... 80s to the 90s and now nobody knows who they are uh, but one of the guys from Bullf- who used to be from Bullfrog obviously Peter Molyneux was the, kind of the head of the studio at the time and uh, he said that when they used to sign off projects they just signed his autograph that he had such a simple childish signature that if they ever wanted to put a project through they'd forge his signature so they also forged his signature on the guitar so I have Peter Molyneux's autograph on my guitar so yeah that's that's for me I don't think I'm ever going to be able to top that awesome. personally 
I can't really follow up from that. I've got an answer, but it's nowhere near as good as forging his his um, autograph. But um, <laughs> have a go, um, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, this is, it's going to be a Final Fantasy VII related. Oh, oh, move on. <laughs> when that came out, all my friends played that, and they're all like, "Oh yeah, you know, I've leveled up and I've got everything, and I've played the game inside out, and everyone's on like level a million, and it took me five minutes to do the boss." Whereas I kind of it was the first proper sort of levelling up RPG type game I'd ever played and I just clusterfucked my way through that. I got to the end and I was on like level twenty seven or twenty five out of a hundred and that I know in like modern games levels don't seem to really matter, but on that I was pathetically weak, like the damage you're doing is so low and everything. And I I managed to get my way to the final boss and I didn't have any of the good moves, any of the good weapons, anything. And I was there for about four hours, three and a half hours doing this boss. And it was an absolute joke of how long it took. And I remember doing it and then like calling my mum and my sister at the living room like, quick, come look at this. And they were like, what? And I was like, I've been sat here for four hours doing this and I've finally done it. And they were just like, we don't give a fuck. And um, I remember like one of my characters was was practically dead one of them was a frog which meant he didn't do any attack and it was just one of them left half alive barely doing spamming the same move again and again because i just completely ran out of steam and i did it and i remember telling them the next day i completed it and like, well, it's not that hard and i was like it took me four fucking hours it is that hard but i played it since and if you are on a respectable level it is the easiest boss in the world but because i was i basically did it with nothing and yeah very proud of that I don't think I can have a proudest moment in gaming. I've sat here racking my brains thinking, right, I play every game on the easiest difficulty setting there is. <laughs> if I ever play games in multiplayer, I finish last. <laughs> and I haven't had any forged signatures on anything that I own. He's coming second to me in the poker. I think find I'm reigning poker champion, sir. No, 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 no. no. It was a one-game session and we just happened to <laughs> play, play a second two. game that I won. Yeah, but I let you have it, mate. <laughs> We, uh, you scored a goal against Gibber in the... Uh, that, the yeah, I'm having that. I did score a goal. Not only did I score a goal against Gibber in the FIFA League, I was the first person to score a goal against Gibber in the FIFA League. Ignore the fact that I lost almost every game I played in that league. I did score a goal against Gibber, and I'm like 60% sure it wasn't just because he let me because I threatened to ban him. Um, so, yeah, I'll have that. That'll do me. Um, right, we've got another question from Gates. Um I've heard a lot about it on the podcast, so wondering what the name of your course was at uni and what exactly you plan to do with your new knowledge and qualification. I think this was just for us, Sheepdog. Um, the name of our course was, what was it? <laughs> Three years, you don't, it was Computing it was to do with Information Systems. Um, yeah, that's what it was called. Um, what do I plan to do with my new knowledge and qualification? Fuck all. Um, I actually sat there looking for a temp job yesterday or the day before. Went, I went for a walk again. <laughs> I basically sat down, looked, got the dog lead, went for a walk. Did you take the dog with you? Yeah, stood okay. in a field, um, just thinking, there is fuck all I can do with that degree. We're uh, we're actually going into teaching, both of us, by sheer coincidence. When um, you say coincidence, I told you about it, so you replied as well. Not really. I was getting the experience in it ready to do it once I'd saved some money and then you went you get paid like loads to do it and I was like oh I won't get the experience and then we said the same thing to another guy and he, he made the exact same yeah. so um, three of us who've been at uni in Peterborough for the last three years pissing around with computers are going to spend the next year at uni in Bedford um, learning how to teach people to piss around with computers yeah um, and there and is nothing else we can do. I mean, we, we have learned how to program how to make websites I've already forgotten all that um, yeah I mean we've le- learned how to 
modify pictures not very well databases um all sorts of computer stuff like that and we got first both of us got i mean kev came first in the year i came second in the year by like three percent and um we both got first we've got good degrees it's just that i looked down lists and shit and thought i'm not getting anywhere with this <laughs> so yeah teaching exactly son of lichuk what do you guys think are the best series of games? I'm talking about games with either a continuing story or premise from any generation. He says, from this generation, his favourites are Mass Effect or Assassin's Creed. Other favourites include the Monkey Island games and Silent Hill. Um, Bounty, I'm going to come to you first this time. Favourite yeah. favorite game series? I think it goes without saying that mine would be Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, just because despite the last ten years worth of kind of shoddiness it still remains what it ever used to try and be which is just a bright kiddie game and uh, i can go back to them endlessly the old ones in particular i can just go back to and play and uh, yeah so i look forward to new ones but um there's there's a good heritage there to enjoy regardless steve are you going to agree with him i'm a, i'm going to agree with him but um good because if you say final fantasy i'm going to bottle you no because they're not a series of games they're like okay. a different game every time um, i'm absolutely loving mass effect at the moment so i'm hoping that when i finish that i'll like the ending and i will say that that is the best trilogy i've played um i'm trying to think of other ones i mean even the pokemon ones aren't all a linear game and they wouldn't be anyway the, the stories to them are diabolical um mario is a good one for um but then they're not really. Again, I suppose they're as much of a story as they are Sonic. Sonic's got more of a straightforward story to him. Mario and Sonic are definitely up there with the best series. Is this? John? I'm struggling because I don't know. I never really. I, I play. I play. I've never really gone through a series. I've enjoyed playing Halo, but never really finished it. And I've Rock Band. Why not? I've Rock Band. I can uh, love Rock Band. I would have said Mass Effect until the other week when I realised I haven't played the first one. Um, so I'm gonna, I'll have Assassin's Creed because I think that's brilliant. I love that game. I love the story in it. Yeah. Um, Assassin's Creed is super duper awesome, and I can't wait for Assassin's Creed Three to come out. Um, it is uh, up there with Borderlands Two as my most anticipated game. You do realise when I get year. a PlayStation, um, I'm going to be doing Mass Effect with with Assassin's Creed, and it'll probably end, and you'll all be moaning about the ending. And I'll be going, oh, don't spoil it for me. <laughs> while well, I play one and two yeah. Um, so yeah no, the story to... in that game is really good yeah um, it sounds you, awesome when you play the first Assassin's Creed you'll think this game's a bit shit but then the story will drag you into Assassin's Creed 2 and from Assassin's Creed 2 the series just gets good I like so the game gets I might not good. get it right but I like history so yeah right can I throw uh, Portal in you oh, can yeah. you can I, yeah I'll allow that as a series because yeah, there is continuing story from it isn't there so yeah I don't, oh yeah I might have a bit of Portal <laughs> Yeah, I do, do like a little slice of portal. Um, right, we'll squeeze one more in before we go to some of our pre-recorded ones that me and Steve did before the show started with a couple of our listeners. Um, so the last one, we don't know who this came from because Steve's a moron and didn't write his name down when to he was creating the questions. To be fair, I've questions. checked our emails, our Twitter, our forum, my PMs, I've checked everywhere and I cannot Did you just make up this question? I cannot Did you find, write it? No, I didn't. I cannot find it. But this is a question from Steve. Um, if you could use a time machine to bring back just one next-gen console, which one would you choose? And which game would you like to play first on your new console? So I think what this question is saying is that we can travel to the future, bring back one console that exists there, plus a game, and then bring it back to now, and then play on it. Which one would we bring, and what game would we play on it? Um, Steve. 
answering realistically first of all i'd probably be getting an almanac and some lottery numbers while i was there but um no you can't how that's far against the are rules we talking? are we just talking next like next, next generation gen? oh, okay well i'll go for the xbox then i think i don't know why i've got a feeling and look, we don't know anything about them but i've just got a feeling that that'll be good although saying that sony are looking really tasty at the moment aren't they and oh they're making some good sounds making some good moves and uh, what game you have him no one knows because <laughs> we don't know what bloody games that, you're um, on it oh, i forgot what it's bloody called the the one with all the spy tech and stuff around you that was at e3 if that's the only one we we only know about the ones that were basically at e3 is that an, that's not next gen is it that's this gen they established no one knows what game you're talking about the one with all watch, the spy watch dogs watch dogs i was gonna uh, say dog okay. and i was thinking no i'm thinking of naughty dog and i'm getting confused but watch dogs yeah is that next gen or is uh, it they gen? haven't been specific well if that's next gen that if it's not next gen then i'll wait and see yeah okay i just have it sitting there playing blu-rays i suppose bouncy what are you stealing from the future well i'm gonna go for the outsider i'm gonna go for the steam box Ooh. which is you know obviously a lot of people keep forgetting about it because uh, obviously in the future it will happen at some point and so it will be a steam box with the complete valve back catalogue including everything they've done before and in the interim period between now and when the console gets released as well, which should be Half-Life 3. And Portal 3, I imagine. Yeah, John, exactly. Uh, John, oh, what man. are you after? I'm going for Better Than Life from Red Dwarf. <laughs> that's not next-gen. It is, it'll happen. <laughs> yeah, but that's not the very next-gen that's coming in the next few it's years. Just, I've got a time machine, mate. I can do what the fuck I like. No, you can't. It's a very restrictive time machine. <laughs> it will only let you go... Like to the point of a console's release, and there's only December enough room in it. Yeah, there's only oh, room in it for you and a console. It basically takes you to a game shop in yeah. 2013. You can't leave it if you go about outside the force field. Yeah, it's gonna to have to be the Xbox then, because um, I think they're gonna do some great things with that, and um, with a Blu-ray player and all the all the music stuff and the videos and stuff on demand. I think it's gonna be uh, gonna be great. And as for a game. <sighs> don't know halo or why not i need to know if i have to pay for this console in the future or not because <laughs> it makes a difference because if i have to pay for it i'll just have the wii u because it's probably going to be the cheapest because i you know realistically i've got to go to the future buy it bring back just that and one game and then i've got to wait fucking two years before i can get a second game on it i don't want to pay 500 quid for a playstation 4 and only be able to play one game on it for the next two years you have to be like skyrim 2 or something exactly so if i've got to pay for it i'll just have the wii u because it's not long till it's out and it'll be cheaper if i'll be able to get it on installments from from microsoft exactly if it's free i'll have an xbox whatever it's going to be called and i'll have a Gears of War game or something with it, or probably just FIFA or something. Yeah, you know. FIFA, so you know what players are signed. Yeah, but bets oh, that'd, that'd be, be genius. You'd know who'd win the league every year then. Yeah. That was going to be City, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, sadly. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah so I'll, I, yeah, it really depends on the restrictions of, if the, if the, if the, really, the question didn't give me enough parameters Football to be able to answer manager, correctly. PC. Um, Steve, I'm amazed you make sense of it. <laughs> Steve, what's happening now is we're going to now hand things over to me and you from the past using probably the same time machine, they've got some questions that they're going to answer. And then in about 10 minutes, we're going to, they're going to come back in the future and it's going to be us talking again actually now. We're not, but we're not going ten, to meet each other, are we? No, we'll destroy the 10 minutes of actual time won't pass for us. That'll only pass for the folk that are listening because they're going to listen to 10 minutes that we recorded earlier today. That's going to blow Steve's mind. For all of you listening in the past, 
Cut no, no, cut one's, red fire. no one's listening in the past. <laughs> They're all in the future, you goddamn moron. <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. What's wrong with him? <sighs> Jesus Christ. I mean, past on the podcast. Not now. That's in witness. No one understands what you're saying now. Welcome to Wiz001. I understand, Hello. sir, that you have a, a wonderful question for us for our Q&A, so please fire away with your question. Yes, I do. Hello, guys. I, I was just wondering, what is your favourite Xbox achievement or PS3 trophy? Steve, you look like you're a man who has an answer. Um, the first one that came to mind for me was uh, Red Dead, when you get a woman, tie her up and lay her on the <laughs> railway track, and then you wait for a train to run her over. Now... It's completely mental. It's called Dip Dastardly, and um, it took me forever to do because you can't just get a woman off the train. The train stops. But I tried that about four times. I got on the train, grabbed the woman, got off, put her down on the track, and the train just sat there. And I just thought, we'll leave in a minute. Waited 10 minutes, still not left. Got back on the train, killed the driver by mistake. And yeah, it just never happened. But then later on, I saw a woman by the railway, saw the train was coming, threw her down there, bang. 10 achievement points. I'll learn. Yeah. I had a different one prepared until you talking about that has just reminded me <laughs> of one that I think is awesome. And it's from, I can't remember if it was PGR 3 or PGR 4, um, where you had to get an achievement where you had to be in a DeLorean in a thunderstorm and once you hit 87 miles an hour, the uh, the Back to the Future achievement popped up and that was awesome. I loved that one. Um, and there was another one in there that was something to do with block party and because i'm a block party nerd um i'd like like that one as well but i can't remember how it was related to it and there was something to do with when a certain block party song played you had to do something but i can't remember what it was but the project gotham games were awesome for weird achievements like that um the one i was going to say was on viva pinata for (laughs) playing it for 50 hours because it was the first time i got to a thousand points on the game that was Uh, was terrible i know but i won't mention that one now because that makes me sound (laughs) do you have one in mind yourself sir you're Yes, I, I do. Uh, it's from one of the uh, Call of Juarez games. Uh, basically, you're going through some farms uh, trying to shoot the enemy. Uh, when you hear a rustling in a barn, a uh, couple of seconds later, out pops a cow. <laughs> and uh, basically, the achievement is not to kill the cow, which I thought was quite clever, because naturally, you kill the cow for startling you. So, uh, <laughs> At what point does the achievement pop? How long do you have to wait before not killing him? I don't know. I killed the cow. <laughs> I, I, so you I never re- got it. No, I only realised when I was looking to the achievements after the game that uh, that I should not have killed the cow. But you know, <laughs> I need to know about this one. I, I want to know now whether whether it pops in. Yeah, if it get, if like ten fifteen seconds passed and you've not killed him, does it pop, or do you have to wait until you finish the game? Because at any sure. point during the game, you can go back and just <laughs> there goes that cow. Or it gives you the achievement, and you just think, right, I've had it now, bang. And, and then it, it takes the achievement away. away. Yeah. In fact. There used to be, back when the achievements were just starting, you don't see them so much anymore, you used to get the odd zero-point achievement for doing something yes. really stupid. And yeah. I can't remember which games had them, but they were awesome as well. I used FIFA to had them. FIFA had them for playing 50 hours worth of gameplay on FIFA. <laughs> you get an <laughs> achievement for zero, which was a bit of a Brilliant. kick in the balls. There was one, and it, yeah, it, was, it might have been one of the early arcade games or something, but basically, if you messed up and did something really stupid, you'd get a zero-point achievement basically mocking you. It might have been Doom, actually, now I think of it. Doom's got the kind of attitude where it would... Yeah, it might well have been Doom, but I will... I will ch- Obviously, I got it, because um, I did do whatever stupid thing you had to do to get it. <laughs> Not deliberately, either. I was just trying to play 
the game properly, and I couldn't. But... I mean, it's almost worth mentioning the uh, Simpsons game as well, which has got one of the better achievements for just literally starting the game, <laughs> which, which I think is 10G. Did you think of your one on Portal as well, where if you dance with the gun? You might have thrown out a massive spoiler to people there, but that is a lovely achievement. The thing, the thing, no, but the thing I love about that achievement is the fact that I didn't know it was a secret one. I didn't know it existed, and it only appealed to people with the same broken brain as me. Because you basically have to put a shield in front of one of the turret guns um, so that they can't shoot you, and then you just go in front of them and dance. And there's an achievement that comes up for just basically taunting the turrets by dancing in front of them. And only people like me would think to do that. If you put, if you block off a turret so it can't shoot you, your first instinct shouldn't be to dance. But for me, it was, and I got an achievement for it. And it made me very happy. Well, I've got everyone a free achievement that they don't have to be. Well, they're all free, them. Steve. That's how they work. <laughs> <laughs> You've misunderstood them again, <laughs> I'm haven't you? Thank you very much, Wiz. No problem. one, and that was. I like that question. Yeah. We'll, we'll have him on again, won't we? Yeah, Say goodbye, friend. Steve. Bye, Steve. Steve, we've got another caller. Do you actually feel like we're on the real radio we when are, we're doing this? It, it's weird, isn't it? When we actually get brave enough to do live shows, we can actually have people calling in and doing this properly. It'll be awesome. I do feel like I'm on display more because I keep thinking, oh, a tweet's just come up, oh, this has happened. And when we're talking like normally between ourselves, I'm just getting on with it thinking, oh, I'll go in and out, ask and when. But because there's someone there waiting to speak and everything, I'm, I feel like I've got to be really... Should we let him speak then? Yeah, go We've on. got Russ on there, on there who wants to... Um, Ask us another question. So, sir, what is your question? Yes, um, I was thinking with uh, with the Vita and the uh, 3DS and the uh, sort of improvements with AR technology, do you ever, and of course with the new Google uh, Google Glasses things that are coming out, do you ever see a time when uh, AR gaming will be a possibility? I'm throwing this one straight at Steve because he did a whole assignment at uni on AR. So yeah, um, um, augmented reality for people who don't know what it is. There are already games on that. Um, there was a game that I kind of mentioned in this thing I did about at uni um, where you're on your phone and you've got like a GPS thing and it keeps telling you that where zombies are around and you can play it anywhere basically. Mm. So you can be like running around your local city and if you go anywhere where there are zombies and you end up surrounded, you've got to try and get out of them by playing a game on your phone. And there's all sorts of stuff they can do with it. And I mean, it, it, I can't imagine me playing that all the time. <laughs> do you reckon it's ever going to be anything more than a gimmick? Because I know when the Vita came out, it had reality fighters on it, didn't it? Where you would basically have the background of wherever you were and you'd have your fighters just playing in front of that background. And they, I'm sure that was like a full price retail game. And I can't imagine it did anything but bomb massively because it's just yeah. a gimmick. I think it would. It's going to be like a. Because when I was writing about it, I was always talking as though it was a precursor to proper virtual reality where you don't need the stuff. Like it'll just be going around on its own actually in the real world and you can see it, you won't need to wear glasses because at the moment you do it for your phone so if you were wearing glasses, that's the next step and then mm. if you didn't need the glasses, that's obviously the next progression and I just didn't imagine that whilst it sounds like it's its own technology now companies that invest in that will end up just slowly moving it all off and we'll all just get used to it the fully You mentioned specifically on the on the Vita and the, the 3DS, do you see it being something that's going to stick exclusively on the handhelds, or do you think there's a way to get it involved in the in the console stuff as well? Russ, that's what you um, <laughs> Okay, yeah. Um, well, really, it's it's hard to see it working on a console. Um, I know on that leaked 360 document, there's something about glasses. I've not really read too much into it. Yeah. It was, yeah, they were basically... They weren't 3D glasses, were they? Which is what everyone thought they were. They were basically yeah. glasses that... 
I would imagine it was for stuff like this or to allow you to play on the console perhaps without a TV or it was all weird stuff. Well, a lot of the idea isn't just, I mean, gaming is obviously what we're focusing on now, but they're trying to make like sunglasses where you'll be able to walk down and you'll be able to see people's Twitter. Well, I've got that as that app on my phone, haven't yeah. I, that I showed off when we were at uni where you basically have like Wikipedia built into the camera of the, of the phone. So you could hold the phone up, point it in any direction and it'll oh, tell, yeah, yeah. tell you what's there. And I mean, it's, it's snazzy little technology, but I, I've yet to see it applied properly to gaming. Although having said that, my uh, my girlfriend's son is obsessed with it on the 3DS where there's one on there where you can take a picture of someone and then basically turn them into a helicopter and just move them around and shoot baddies with them. And he just sits there with my face shooting baddies. And it's yeah. like, he, he loves it. And for ki- for kids, and like stuff where you have on the... In fact, I mentioned with it just being on handhelds, but on the PS3, they've already done it with the, that Pets game that came out a few years ago with the iToy, um, where you would have the little pets wandering around, and even with the um, with that Harry Potter book thing that they yeah, mentioned they, at they E3, it's all augmented well. reality stuff, isn't it? If we had the glasses on as well, I mean, imagine if we were sitting sat there bored doing something, and we were just pretending to play tennis. <laughs> well, we do that glasses. quite regularly anyway, but, don't we? Um, we could pretend, you know, we could see a ball in through the glasses and just be hitting it to one another and stuff like that and it we could be sat here <laughs> three yeah. feet away from each other <laughs> pretending we were playing actual tennis but, um like you said about the virtual pets that could be running around the living room now instead of your real cat and uh, we could just mute it i talk about my real cat he was sat on my my nice recliner gaming chair earlier and he just made this weird meow noise and I'm looking at you, don't you dare, you little swine. And then all of a sudden, projectile vomit. <laughs> <laughs> and have you ever smelt vomit that smelt like shit? Because that's what came out of my cat's mouth. It's all that animals are capable of doing. He's probably eating shit. That's all that <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, but that's why you won't hear any cat noises on this episode, because I've locked him because in the garden. He's, <laughs> he's, he's buried yeah. under the patio. Yeah, I've had enough of him. Um, thanks very much for that, Russ. And um, no yeah, we uh, I'd like these questions where people yeah, phone in. Like we might have to do this more regularly. Should we do a live show, Steve? I think we're, we're moving towards it, aren't we? What, now? <laughs> Why the hell not? I don't know how, but we'll figure it out. We'll just do it for him. He can sit it. We'll do it two hours for you, and you can just tell us who it's all. Uh, <laughs> thanks, <laughs> Russ. Cheers. Cheers, Russ. Yeah, thanks, lads. Right, so that's about it for this week. Um, having just listened to us from the past again, which Steve is still struggling to get his head around, because uh, only two minutes of our time has passed since we finished that link, that ten minutes have passed, and he just looks like he wants to cry about it. He doesn't understand that people aren't listening to us in the past, which confuses me. Um, I have been asked to plug the Mature Gamer Podcast League um, by Mr. Chili Beer. It's on the forum. He explains it all on there. I tried to read it so I could explain it. And I don't fucking understand it. They're basically um, getting everyone together to play a pre-selected game each month and you all compete against one another to get the highest score. Um, I don't think a game's been decided yet because they're going to do a vote and have suggestions and try and do it all professionally like that. Um, but we're letting Mr. Chili Beer take control of it because we're not very good at games. Well, so. we're too lazy as well, mm. aren't we? That's, that's I mean, an important consideration as part of it. We just can't be asked to If it's to really it. popular, though, we can sort of say everything. Well, if it's really popular, we'll take credit for it. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, but as it stands, it's him, and if it fails, it's all on his shoulders. <laughs> um, and we'll yeah. just step in and take the credit if it works. But yeah, if you want to get involved in that, get on the forum, have a look, and um, yeah, get involved in that. It, I, it, really, really, the goal of it, 
certainly as far as I'm concerned it's just to get some good gaming nights on because they're always a good laugh I don't care if I win or not when, as and when I play in it I'll finish last constantly and I'll finish last in the league but I'll enjoy mocking all you lot for being nerds while we're doing it speaking of gaming nights I keep forgetting to mention it we three weeks ago is it now four weeks ago we had a poker night that we all played in with John and I'm really reigning good. champion the poker. Um, John won and then we had another game because we all still and wanted to lose money one, and Kev won that one so I'm reigning champion I'm the reigning <laughs> podcast poker champion but, um, if anyone would like to have another game then it'd be good I'm just really erratic at it and I've lost my flow with poker I think I need to get back into it because I was, I was getting good I was getting really good and then I've just I've lost it so I want to get back into it Win money while you can. Also, on the subject of gaming nights, um, it seems that they, we now have a weekly PlayStation Plus gaming night on a Wednesday. Um, at the moment, it's Motorstorm Apocalypse, but I think the idea of that is every Wednesday night, all the PlayStation nerds are going to meet up and just play whatever multiplayer stuff is free on PlayStation Plus that month. So at the moment, there's stuff like Space Marine and uh, Motorstorm Apocalypse, and then I guess it will swap and change as and when new games become available. But the great thing about that is it's Everyone who's got basically everyone who's got a PlayStation is going to be able to play in that, and it's not going to cost them anything to do. So that's quite a cool little idea, and that's going to be on Wednesday nights, I believe. And I am going to attempt to play in that next week because I think I am actually free next Wednesday, so I'll crack Motorstorm out and uh, let you all beat me in that. Join the WoW Guild, whatever it is. Yeah, two hours ago we told you what that was, and um, I'm I sure. I still don't know. Sign up to the forum, and you'll know. Exactly, which is where Steve. www.maturegamerpodcast.com forward slash forum well done sir why was that so complicated it wasn't it was just it was an intentional breathe in (laughs) (laughs) the only man alive who has to deliberately breathe no I just it was meant to be dramatic effect well done you just forgot I I saw you I had it in front of me it was written I'm reading it thinking I can't get it wrong. Um, I think it's also important that we mention the downtime that we had on the site this week. We exceeded our bandwidth allowance again, and the site was down for a couple of hours. Our hosts were very nice and put it back up again before we'd actually paid the bill, which was very good of them. Um, But I do want to say thank you to everyone who rallied around us and just started sending us money. Um, We got like four or five donations that day. um, Just brilliant. Thank you. Mm, You know, stuff, it does keep the site going. It's, it's, It's a great problem that we've got in that, we keep getting more successful and getting more downloads and more people on the forum and more people using the website. So we have to keep upgrading our hosting package. So, you know, of all the problems we could have, I'm happy to keep putting my hand in my pocket to cover increasing popularity of the site. But it is nice when you lot just start throwing money at me for doing it. And um, thank you very much. And it makes a massive difference. And without the donations, without you guys using the affiliate links and the Amazon link and all that stuff, this site just wouldn't be there because it would be too expensive for us to run. But as it is, um, you lot are all awesome. Keep that up because it is brilliant. And it just allows us to carry on doing what we're doing. And we don't want to stop because it's awesome. Well, we want Steve to stop. Um, (laughs) But, you know, it's awesome. want to be able to carry on doing it. And... The way you're supporting us with the with the donations and the affiliate links and stuff at the moment is allowing us to carry on doing it. So please keep that up. Thank you very much. You're awesome. And I love each and every one of you like you were my own child. Um, apart from you, Gibber, because, uh, you know, you pick on me and you don't let me score enough goals against you. Um, keep the iTunes reviews coming as well. We had our 200th iTunes 200. review today and we still have a five-star average. Um, so, Good. you know, that's because um, we're bitching, basically. 300 by next week, folks, yeah? Oh, I reckon that's reasonable, isn't it? Yeah. Um, 
You can follow us on Twitter at MGUK Podcast, or you can follow me at Lelujo. I'm at RB6K. Did they if just... you're in any way interested, I'm at UK Evil Home. And I'm at Bouncy Ball, which has got an H after the second B. Because you just like to be confused. Why has it got an H there? I've always meant to ask you. Uh, when I was younger, I was uh, sexually abused by Chris Barry, who played Rimmer in Red Dwarf, and now that H follows me around like a tainted smell. <laughs> it's spelled Bouncy B Hall, so it. it's probably the easier way to remember it. Um, you can find us on Facebook uh, by searching for the Mature Gamer Podcast, or you can email us, show at Mature Gamer Podcast, and that is where we want you to be sending your questions for the Q&A. Um, try and put your name somewhere prominently within the question, because... Mr. Steve over there can't cope with it if he has to That's find your name time, separately. one time, and I, I can't find that question, so I don't think there was one Because you it. made it up. But, um, what do you mean there wasn't one on it? He would have sent an email or a tweet. There would have been a name on it. The question didn't just appear unless you wrote it. Did you write that door. question? No. Door. I think it might have been, what I'm saying is it might have been off a chain of questions. Like someone asked me five and I just copied them up. So they still had a name, though. Yeah, but it, you <laughs> probably didn't see it attached, or I copied it up wrong, or whatever. Mm. Anyway, while I remember, Apple have released a new podcast app, which is for getting podcasts and subscribing to them. So I know some of you asked us before how you subscribe by our iPhone, and we suggested you buy this app that somebody else was selling. You don't need to buy that anymore. There's a podcast app by Apple. Um, if you get it now from the App Store, you can literally – it brings up the podcast on your phone, and you can click subscribe, mm. and then you don't have to do anything anymore. And it's called Podcasts, yeah. that app, I think. Uh-huh, and it's free. So. so it doesn't have a price attached to mm. it. <laughs> so you can subscribe for free via that on your phone hmm. and we'll be it means that you'll get us when we're on the straight away when Kev puts the episode online you won't have to wait until the afternoon on the next day which a lot of people say to me when's the episode up and I'm like well you're obviously not a subscriber sir because I got it hours ago well you were on it yeah. you know what's on it <laughs> yeah um, that's all for this week folks thank you very much to, to John and to Bouncy for coming and rescuing yeah, cheers, us guys. at Been such good. short notice pleasure we um we if this show seems a little bit thrown together it's because it, as of six o'clock today I we were still planning our normal three man show and then we just basically dragged these two in off the streets I mean I'd I'd never come across either of them before I don't know where yeah, they I came from we just pulled in the first two people to walk past my house and uh, it was these two and I think we've managed to pull out a, a half decent show which is so thank you very much guys and um everyone else we shall see you next week apart from steve who's gonna get sacked yeah bye uh, bye everyone i hope you feel better ad if you listen yes bye bye